Over 2 million construction jobs around the world are taking their projects to the next level, from roadways to railways, from skyscrapers to homes. Make your vision a reality. Build with Autodesk Construction Cloud. Try it free today at construction.autodesk.com. Konnichiwa! Minasan! Konnichiwa! All right, everyone, welcome to Talk to Keiki. We are back after a hiatus. Daima Koyaro! Cakey Shop is in a lost and found somewhere in a shopping mall. <laughs> I'm a homeowner. <laughs> Officially, as of, you hear my voice. Yeah. And to join me, as always, my co-hi, Ethan, what's up? Gombawa minasan, geking desu Yes, I finally got that fucking sentence down. There we go. Congrats are in order. Omerito gozaimasu. Arigato gozaimasu, Matthew-kun. Yes, all right. Good shit. Uh, we had a couple weeks off, but beyond our controls. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. It was just more, it was impossible to catch up after I got back from Vermont. Indeed. To make it in time, and it was not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, bro. I mean, I was behind, too. I've been behind the last couple weekends. I've, like, literally on, like, Sundays and Mondays, I've been fucking watching, like, seven anime at a time. Yeah. And then funny. and then we recorded Cakey Shop last week. Is there somewhere... Yes, you'll get to see our beautiful faces, y'all. It's like the George R. R. Martin with the weeders. They're coming. It's going to be epic. It's coming. We promise. It is. It's going to be fucking epic. We can't wait. And I guess we should do our we should. You know, what we should do. We should do our plugs now since we're talking about Kiki Shop because we want to really make yes. sure that you guys. Yes. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, make Kiki us... Shop. Yes. Yeah. Kiki Shop is not a weekly thing. No, it is basically. It basically all depends on your availability of when you want to be on the show. Yes, that is how. Or if you have it. questions, if there's a bunch of questions, there's a bunch we'll of questions. One. We will eventually make an email. Mm-hmm. We're not going to print it out though because we're we're modern. <laughs> we're not Jim Cornette. I've got an email. Shuffle papers. Yeah. I've never seen anyone print them unless it's like a unless it's for a ticket, but not like actual letters. I mean, you could print them if it's for like a legal documentation. I mean, yeah, sure, but not like actual, like someone wrote you a letter. Documentation, I understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tickets, I understand. <laughs> not fucking words to you. That's corny. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes, we are doing all that. It's basically whenever you're available, we will match your day and time and record it then. As mm-hmm. even said, basically, whatever your questions are, if we have enough questions, like maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe like 10 to 20. Mm-hmm. You do a cakey thing or any of your topics. So we have our own pre like determined topics. But if you guys come to us with a topic that you guys want to talk about two things, either Matthew's seen it. I've seen it three things. I'm sorry. So either Matthew or I have. No, it should be two. All right. Let we, me back, either, let me back we, up. We've seen it. Either either of us or both of us have seen the, the show or neither of us have seen the show. And you're going to do your best to try and convince us to watch the show, which may or may not work. Probably won't. And, but, but if no. you do a very damn good argument, then we are going to. <laughs> yes, we probably will. Just, just, and, uh, just for the, we, to recognize. It, basically, what we'll score how you convince us. If it's uh, if it's above seventy five percent, we'll say yes. Yes. Like automatically, yes. If it's under fifty percent, you'll never be a guest on the show again. If between fifty <laughs> and seventy five, we will we'll discuss it. But over that, you got it. <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, guys, if you guys want to send us questions, send us topics, 
So again, as we've always said, send us thoughts and opinions. Reach out to us on all of our social channels. Um, for me, you can reach out uh, my Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-24. That's Showstopper24. Um, you can reach out on my anime Instagram, A-I underscore anime24, I anime24. Or you can reach out on my uh, anime, or, I'm sorry, on my podcast Instagram at podcast.senpai. Um, and you can reach out to us on our Talk to Keki Instagram. That's T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I, Talk to Keki um reach out to us there again any sort of questions concerns feedback opinions topics reach out to us um i'm the one that commands those channels um so again just we'll reach out i'll let matthew know um let us know also if you guys want to join our facebook group uh at eat the cake anime um reach out to us there um matt and i are both admins there is a question uh, a little small questionnaire a couple questions but one of the questions is did you hear about us from talk to kiki um if you select yes we're definitely going to talk to you um via dm or whatever and you know we'll, we'll discuss that if you have any questions or concerns whatever the case is from there uh, matt give them your plugs where they can reach out to you and us all right. Uh, again, you can follow our actual Twitter at Talk to Keiki. You can mess. You can message me on there. I run that social media page. Uh, if you want to just talk to me personally, it's a, at Damien Phoenix Twelve on Twitter. I am on there here and there. Like I'm, I'm like Brock Lesnar. I'm a part timer on there. Bro, you know I'm always on Twitter looking at either wrestling or porn. Like it's literally like I know. And you Twitter. sent and you sent us said porn in group chats. <laughs> yes, I want to try that position with a girl so bad. Sure, <laughs> just, but don't show us. fucking pound <laughs> that fucking girl's pussy. God damn like, it! Chimpo manco, hoshi. Like, come on, man. <laughs> try to keep it. Oh, we're back, motherfuckers. In case you didn't realize, we're back. Yeah, yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. Any other plugs? Any other plugs? Oh, one more thing in regards to our plugs. Well, well right first, we're going to, oh, we'll, we'll thank, we'll thank the people at the end. We'll thank, yeah, we'll thank the people at the end. Um, in terms of our plugs, um, on all of our uh, pages, you should see a link tree. They'll have uh, all of our channels and yes. both combined and individual. Uh, so go ahead and um, you can click on that and you can find us there. Um, if you, again, want to reach out to us directly and you don't remember where we're at, just click on there. You'll find it. So anyway, um, let's get the show on the road because we got so much to unpack. Yes, we, yes, we, we got, got a lot to unpack here, as the great comrade Samson would say. Yeah, we, we got a lot. So we're, we're we got some news finally. Oh, we got some news. Adaptations, originals, awards, all that shit. Give it to us. All right. The manga Hulk, H-E-L-C-K, gets an anime adaptation. I don't know much about it, but Never heard it. no, I haven't either. But I figured since they're gonna announce it, they deserve a plug. All right. That's really it. Uh light novel. Uh, Kurono Shukanshi <laughs> or The Breaker Rises to Greatness. Okay, is getting an ad- anime adaptation sometime in 2022. There's no official date yet, judging by the poster. It looks like it's a fantasy or an isekai. We will see. Better not be fall because it probably won't get watched. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll, we'll get, we'll Jordan, get, to, Jordan Deska. we'll get to them. We'll get to them. Um, from like. Years ago, Classroom of the Elite. Guess what? You don't have to wait any longer. You're getting a season two and season three. You know, I was confused because I saw a season two post and I was like, oh, okay. And I've heard of Classroom of the Elite before. I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's a pretty solid series. I am actually going to watch it before season two comes out. <sighs> so much. I need to fucking. But I'll, I'll, I'm, it's going to be like a day off day. Like whenever a day off, I'll just binge it because it's just 12 is it, episodes. I it's only 12. It. It's only one, one season of 12 episodes. Yep, I could do it. I could do okay. it one day. All right, all right, all right. So that'll be my job before the 
because 2022 comes out like for the season two comes out in the summer season and for tw- and for the first season sometime in 2023 so there's plenty of time i heard a lot of great stuff about it i cannot wait okay so well we'll, you know what maybe, we should, we should maybe do i'll it. be a cakey thing i was just literally but you took the words right i'm out i was like dude let's binge it and then do a cakey shop on it all righty moving on okay uh the popular video game from square enix near automata celebrate its fifth five-year anniversary with the announcement of it's getting a anime adaptation mm. so that's great in that regard also uh funimation if you have funimation we should have started with that fucking we should have we should have or close of it whatever jesus christ anyway okay. we're gonna get to it we're coming we're coming that's what she said but all right we'll close it we'll close it let me just whatever 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 we'll close it we'll close it all right, uh, one of our movie announcements, The Sol- uh, Solitary Castle in the Mirror, is a novel adaptation that will come out in winter 2022 in Japan. Uh, looks pretty good. I'm not going to mm. lie. Mm. But uh, we will get to it. We will see. Maybe we will eventually see a trailer. I have no doubt about that. And I'm pretty sure we'll get it sometime next year if it goes well in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, the people that are fans of Spice and Wolf. Uh, you're getting a new anime project. So uh, we mm, don't know mm. when exactly, but I think it's like a first season. I don't know. Uh, yes. Because uh, what you call it? Season one was in 2008 mm-hmm. and season two was in 2009. So 13 years later, you're getting a new project. Better late than never. Uh, yeah, it gives us hope for Hunter x Hunter. Just kidding. Oh, that, that, that'll never come back. <laughs> How sad. All right. For the people that are VTuber fans. Uh, Kizuna I announces an anime project, so there you go for that. For the people that follow streams and uh, VTubers, weirdo, just kidding. I'm a VTuber, fuck you, fucking weirdo. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward silence, (laughs) cricket, 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 cricket. Yo, that's what we need to invest in. We need to invest in the Jim Cornette fucking sound box. Uh, I'll we'll find our own sound box, it'll be. Anime sound effects, or oh, <laughs> don't do that. We'll, we'll get the we'll get the Joseph. <laughs> Bro, all you're gonna hear is Yamete Kurasai and Nigeru. I, I will I will fucking monitor and make sure there's nothing dirty in that. Right? It's like episode 14 of Bleach. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Moving on. Mashuko Tensei fans, good news. Season Woo! 2 is officially announced. Woo! Fuck yeah, there was never any doubts. We need more sex. And Well, you magic. do. You and, do. And, and magic. And magic, too. We need magic, too. Magic, fantasy, Avenger. Yes, we want to see, we wanna see Rudy become a fucking whore and just slay everything like his dad. Apparently, it happens, Matthew. I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, this, is a, this uh, is a great pace. Great yeah, energetic this, show. This is a good spot. Uh, moving on. Uh, the show Inspector. Yes. Uh, that came out a couple years ago. You, We have an official release date, fall 2022. Yes. Did I talk about that at all? Uh, you, we, Yeah, you did talk about it. I did. Okay. I just want to make sure because I did, did, binge, did, I did, did manage did. to binge that on my trip over to see you. So yeah. that was... That was cool. It's the 16th annual Sayu Awards or Japanese VAs. Uh, those winners have been announced. Uh, Kensho Ono won Best Actor for... Well, they don't say for what, just overall uh, he won. So congrats to him. Uh, he's Yeah, he's a flotch from Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Mono and Komi can't communicate. Mm. That guy I don't like in fucking Nighthead. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, Vi- he's a uh, Tatsuya from Vivi. Mm. So congrats, yeah. Congrats <laughs> to him. Actress Megumi Ogata. She is from the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. She's a doctor in Akudama Drive. Mm-hmm. She's Hanako in Hanako-kun. But yeah, congrats to her. Congrats to both of them. We're not going down the whole list. Omerito gozaimasu. We just want to talk about the two major ones. Also, uh, after five years, Dr. Stone's manga has officially come to an end. Um, so let me ask you, because I saw that, and okay, sorry, I'm just making plans real quick for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie while we might. Yeah, I already got that book. I'm going next um, Thursday. Yeah, I'm going next Thursday too. It seems. Um, I just need to confirm with Homegirl. Yeah, that's my St. Patty's Day. Fair enough. Um, I was going to ask you. Um, has there been um any feedback talk on how it ended? Good, bad, indifferent. Uh, I have not read the comments on it, and I'm gonna leave it to myself because I am about 28 chapters behind. So. Oh, you are reading it. Okay. So. Okay. I mean, I don't want to so, know what happens. I just want to know, like, oh, uh, so I am waiting until it happens. So I am waiting until I get to it before I look at comments. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, also, uh, season three comes out at the in the next sometime next year for the next arc. Mm-hmm, so definitely mm-hmm. look forward to that. Mm-hmm, but yeah, five mm-hmm. years, 232 chapters. Good stuff. I can see how it actually ended. And I think there is an extra chapter in the summer. I'm not sure yet. Mm hmm. Uh, two more pieces of news. Uh, one more, an original anime got announced called High Card. Not low card. It's going to come card. out in 2023. It looks like it's poker, like type of thing. Like it's about cards. I'm Isn't, not sure. Don't they have like the one that's from the the one gambling one that's on Netflix, Kage something or whatever? Yeah, but yeah, the, there's actually no plot for this. Oh, interesting. So, well, uh, yeah, we will wait till we find out more news. Uh, you don't say. It, it could be good, it could be bad. We don't know. But yes. of course, always support original animes that have just adaptations. Sure, they're they're usually great stuff. Sure. Moving on. Now the big news for the uh, for the people of wait have... wait one more news one more news one more okay what one more news what. 86 is back, y'all. Next week, we will finally, or this coming up week as we record, it's currently Tuesday. This Saturday coming up, um, we are going to get, is it Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday. This Saturday coming up, we're going to get episode 11 of 86. They're going to finally conclude the 86 uh, season two. Uh, so looking forward to that. Matt and I will be watching. Oh, no, you don't watch that, Matt. Never mind. Yeah, you'll be watching it. I'll be it'll, watching it'll it. It'll be in I'll, your lineup for the next two weeks. I'll be in my lineup for the next two weeks, and it'll be in my uh, single uh, watching category. So looking right. forward to that. One of the best, uh, what's it called, animes of 2021. Um, and it started off fantastic as uh, during the fall season. And just, or, was it fall? No, it was summer, wasn't it? Uh, fall. Fall. It was fall. Okay. Anyway, started out great. It would have made my top five, perhaps, if it had actually finished. But, you know, anyway, I'm um, looking forward to it. And now, yes, Matt, go ahead with the big news. The most important Alrighty. news. Psycho have, news. Yes. For the ones that have Funimation, well, you're going to have to switch over to Crunchyroll because it is announced that all their entire library will be going to Crunchyroll. Yes. Officially, as of as we are recording this. And as of March 1st. It started as of March 1st, bro. Yeah, yeah. And on April 1st, everything will be moved all together because there's yes. a, they're moving stuff slowly slowly but surely yes as of april 1st they said 80 percent uh or basically as, as as the start of a, the spring a, season. a good chunk is there so they said 80 percent. they did say they gave us a number 80 percent would of uh of funimation's content would be on crunchyroll um and yes as matt said everything starting in the spring season will air exclusively on crunchyroll which means that nothing will air on new will air on funimation um so again yes if you have a funimation subscription go ahead and switch over 
remember, um, you should have gotten an email uh, by now. At yeah, this they stage will give you two months free <laughs> to give you see, yep, 60 days for free. If you're a new subscriber, if you're not a, a new subscriber, then you're fucked. It is what it is. So um, you can take your extra money and maybe you can get high dive, even though high dive doesn't stream very much. But, you know, hey. Yeah, I was kind of upset. I was kind of upset that Takagi Sad is on is a high dive exclusive. Like, oh, is it? But you have high dive. I know, but I was gonna watch. But like, if I wanted to watch it, I could watch season one and season two on Funimation. But like, but there's no season three. Mm. I was like, God damn it, just have them all together. Um, There's also the eighth annual Anime Training Awards. Uh, They have the list of winners. Uh, Vivi won a good amount, but the one mm-hmm. that took away the most was uh, 86. Yeah, 86 is great. With but five it, awards. Didn't it, uh, what's it called? Is that the same one where uh, where Fruits won uh, animated season? Yeah, I, I was going to get to that. Okay, my bad. Uh, best animation was Vivi. Best original was Vivi. Uh, Boy of the Year, Shinai from 86. Yeah. Nozen. Shinai. Shinai Nozen. Come Shin. I go yes. on I don't know why. Uh, best girl was Miko for Medical Chan. Oh, fuck. That surprised me. That did surprise me. Okay. Yeah, run, the run-up was a million. Was who? Where the fuck is, uh, what's it called? Is, Toru, uh, uh, I, I didn't check that chart. Uh, where's like Toru? I didn't check the chart of the top you know, 10. I, there was a small part of me just like, where the fuck is Rim? Oh, wait, who's Rim? <laughs> don't, calm down, Marte. Uh, Levy from uh, Attack on Titan one supporting boy. Ram, we don't, we don't one supporting girl. You know, we don't talk about Attack on Titan much, but I made this comment, and I feel it's so true. You know, if you see, because I started watching Attack on Titan season one, you know, as season one, season two, as we know, our main pro tag and anti-tag, Aaron, is very chipper, very happy. And he's uh, in season one, he gets put with Levi on Levi's squad. And Levi is a fucking dick. And he's freaking got like this stone face. And over season three, and especially now in the final season, we see, uh, what's it called? Aaron adapt that same face. That's something that I noticed. I'm 16 episodes in, but that's something I definitely noticed as I've seen, obviously, there's a lot of spoilers uh, being in our group. So I noticed he's got that same face. And I was like, wow, it's pretty crazy. Like he adapted basically to Levi's style in essence, even though that pretty much. other shit. So, um, anyway, that was, I just wanted to point that out. Um, who'd you say was supporting girl? I'm sorry. Uh, Ram. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with that. Cool. Uh, best fun. couple, Kyo and Toru from Fruit Baskets. Easy. Opening, uh, Tokyo Avengers Crybaby. You know, to be fair, that was close. That was close for me. It wasn't bad. Um, not the best. Uh, ED was uh, 86 for uh, Avid. Uh, best voice actor, Yoshimasa Hosoya. From Attack on Titan, who voices a uh, Rainer? Oh, speaking of voice actors, I guess a bit of action. You saw that um the what's it called uh, Lisa's husband? The, I forget his name. The guy. Yeah, the guy that voice directed. Yeah, he's coming yeah, back from hiatus. He's, he's coming back from hiatus. Yeah, and even though he's not, but he will not be Draken. He will not be Draken. And there's somebody else that he's actually pretty. Um, uh, I think he was uh, Anos from. Uh, yeah, Anos Voldigord. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he got he got switched also. He got switched also. Um. Anyway, yeah, bit of news if you care about that. So. Yep. <clears throat> uh, best voice actress. Ama Mia from Miracle Challenge, Miko. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay, 86. Best Voice Cast, 3-0. Okay, yeah. Uh, soundtrack, like scores and all that, 86. Should have been fucking Violet Evergarden. Oh, no, well, Violet Evergarden came out in 2020. It came out in America in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about the movie, yeah. Yeah. But I think, they count, I think they count just series for those. I guess, okay. Visual, sceneries and visuals, Mushuko Tensei. Uh, best Character Design, uh, Hori Mia. Yes, finally, Horimiya got yes. some love. Slice the life of the year. Comey can't communicate. Mm. You got silence. 
it's not my slice live of the year, but okay. Yeah. Supernatural of the year, Miracle Chan. Uh, action or adventure of the year, Mushoku Tensei. Okay, that's a hard category, but oh, good yeah. for them. Fantasy of the year, Mushoku Tensei. Mm, over ReZero. Yeah. Uh, mm. Romance of the year, Hori Mia. Easy. Music anime of the year, Vivi. Easy. Mystery or psychological, ReZero. Makes sense. Yes. Sci-fi or mech, 86. Yes, easy. Comedy of the year, Comey Can't Communicate. I know. We, ours is ours is Urimiji. By a landslide. Yeah. And if you're not going to give it to Urimiji, you can give it to the house husband. Movie of the year, Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Okay. Loved it. Uh, drama of the year, Fruits Basket. Easy. Well, you know, not so easy because, you know, yes, it's got a lot of drama. It's it's a mix of everything. It's a mix of psychological. It's a mix of drama. It's a mix of slice of life. Yeah, mostly the drama. <laughs> it is mostly drama. I would have put ReZero maybe above it, although this season wasn't as, I guess, drama filled. But I feel like it was. I feel like I would put ReZero in drama. I don't recall what I what I yeah. what I gave it the last. I think I might have given it three. Yeah, in yeah, our, yeah. Our no, I the, it, it could have gone either way with those two. <laughs> sure. And now uh, Attack on Titan came in fifth place. This, <laughs> this is anime of the year now. Mm. Yeah, Attack on Titan came in fifth place. All those stands are pissed off. Yep. Uh, fourth place was Shoko Tensei. Oh, uh, you know Angel and fucking Marte are super pissed off. It's not showing third place. Weird. Whatever. <laughs> oh, no. Does, doesn't count. Doesn't doesn't exist. <laughs> There's no third place. Oh, uh, second place, 86, and also one new anime. And of course, first place, Fruits Basket. I ruined it. Go, man. Yep. Go, man. It, it's fine. It's fine. Now, now, now I got to find it. I got to find out who the fuck was third place because apparently it was not ReZero. You know, as you as you find that out and I was making that like the way you say go men, as I, you know, um, as we record today is International Women's Day. So um, happy International Women's Day to uh, everybody out there, to your special uh, special women in your life for the men or women and uh, all the women in your life and all the women that listen to us. Happy Women's Day, y'all. International Women's Day. Okay, third place was Vivi. Okay. Hey, that makes you happy. Good for you. I know it makes me happy. Uh, and Reserve was sex. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, it had the most votes in winter. <laughs> well, I mean, don't like I had, had the most votes out of anyone all year round. Mm. And yearly, it's like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, at the end of the day, as much as we chuckle about that, it really just depends on the target audience. You know, it may have the most vo- votes because it's one of the more popular series. But I mean, in terms of be- it being impactful, it's tough to, you know, put this, this second half of ReZero specifically as a whole. If you wanted to yeah. do, if you were to watch the entire season two in its entirety, yeah, for sure. It's super impactful. But when yeah. you break it up into the cores, the second core wasn't nearly as impactful, I feel, as, as core one, especially how it ended. As we've heard a lot of people bitch and complain that it wasn't yeah. as it wasn't a drama filled ending. It wasn't a cliffhanger. Um, but we've seen that before from season one. You know, they left on a high in season one, didn't they? Did yeah. they not? Unless you watch the director's cut. If you watch the director's cut, then which is what I did to watch ReZero. Um, if you watch the director's cut, then you don't get a happy ending as you would have thought in season one. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Horimiya is not even on their top 18. You know, a lot of people just don't like fucking romance. No, it's it's, it's ReZero, Miracle Chad, Reincarnated Slime, Komi, Eternity, Higahiro, Dragon Maid, Finitas, Wonder Egg, Tomozaki, Banish Hero, Remake Our Life, and Otome Fairy Tale. I love all the majority. I've seen the majority of them. I love them all. I wouldn't put them yeah. on before me. Yeah, you saw almost all of those except for uh, Vanitas. And uh, Dragon Maid. Yeah, we both didn't watch Dragon Maid because we don't want to see nine-year-olds in sexual situations. 
I am indifferent about that. You didn't want to see that. I just eh, didn't watch it before. I mean, that it should not. Like, this, it's not even a lot. It's an actual nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I get it. That it's is. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good, not good, not good. That's a red flag. <laughs> Indeed it is. All right, should we get to reviews? Because we did enough news. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, we're fucking 30 minutes into the goddamn episode. We haven't even started. <laughs> we, will keep these, we, we will keep these short and sweet as we could. Because, again, it's quite a few. So we're trying to remember as much as we can. <laughs> Yes, because we true. watched a lot in the span of a couple of days. So forgive us for if our if our you know we're all juggled juggled around in our brains. Yes, if you're listening and you hear we fuck up, let us know on one of our uh, media channels and let Do us know you're listening. Do it, pussy. You won't. <laughs> I bet you won't, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's start. Uh, Loop on the third part six. Uh, we are we have three episodes left. Uh, we had, of course, we had another filler, a little bit of a Fujiko. Because they're they're in this random village and uh, they had nothing. There's nothing to do there. It's a boring town, but they had this legend of a mermaid. So this uh this random girl, this random villager, sees Fujiko and she thinks she's this mermaid. And uh, Jiga and Goima, they she thinks that the, all, the whole crew have the house of Fujiko, even though Jiga and Goima don't. Mm. It's, it's only Lupin. Only Lupin has a house for her, and she always plays it off like, "No, nah, fuck you. I don't love you," even though she secretly does. Like I saw you flirting with that with the re- with the receptionist, slaps her in the face. <laughs> she finally talks to one of them. She talks to Lupin's like, does that hurt? Like, oh yeah, this is normal for us. I think now she knows like they're all talking to each other that ordeal. Lupin tells her what love is, and it was a really it was a really nice scene. As didn't as didn't the dialogue word for word, but it was something that's really cool. And Lupin's such a cool character. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. he's one of the coolest of male characters in anime. <laughs> mm-hmm. From like like over, for even for about fifty years. <laughs> 50. And he still will be. <laughs> 50. But uh, it ends with basically uh, the the girls like, oh yeah, I know where the actual mermaid is. You know, she dressed up Fujiko as a mermaid, but they don't know that. Say, so, all right, you free, confess your love to this mermaid. And they all they all say like sweet stuff. And they find out it's Fujiko. Like, so which one do you pick? Ah, uh, none of them. Fuck them. <laughs> mm. Like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> but Lupin's like, ah, like ah, you you know you love me, baby. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he went to uh, Goyama and Jiga. Aren't you guys upset? Like, no, we actually don't like her. Nah. We don't like her like that eh? anyway. Anyway, and they drive off. They drive out town. They stole they stole, they stole a shit ton of money from another town, which they were stuck in because the bridge was broken. But once the mm. bridge was fixed, they robbed the bank. Mm. The end of that one. But we'll get to the main story conclusions in the last three episodes. So I cannot wait. Ranking of Kings. King Bosi versus Oaken. The immortal one versus the unstoppable. Mm. He finally, he finally comes out. He's not, he's not in jail anymore. He's like, all right, I, I waited long enough. I'm gonna go clap some. Hey, clap, 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 clap. Pretty much, but yeah, uh, he. But, well, first, uh, first we see the importance of Miranjo and King Bozi because basically, uh, Miranjo's mother got murdered by these uh, like poor villagers that like basically that would just betray you. In, like, in, the, in, a, in a flash mm. and with Miranjo they cut her face off they cut her hands off that, so I was, like, I was like holy that's why in the mirror with uh, Dida that's why she wears that mask on her face because she got fucking deformed because of these people so that's why Bozy basically destroyed that entire village <laughs> damn I said fuck these but that's why like, like he's not a villain villain like he's not someone you call like a bad guy mm-hmm it's just the shit he's seen. Fair and it's just, it's just, it's just sad to see all that. And um, 
And Miranda talks about how much she means to Bozy. Like, that's why she didn't want anyone, like, that's why he didn't want Bozy, like, marry, like, remarry people. Mm-hmm. But one of the kids, that way, if something happened to Bozy, he could reincarnate to the kid's body, mm-hmm. which is what happens with Dinah. And then when that happened, all right, flashback over, like, Bozy saw, like, finally sees Miranda's past. Dida knows who the Lady Mirror is now. And even Dida gets heartbroken because he felt like he got lied to because it was someone that was like mentoring him. Never, she never told him like her actual name and everything, her motives. And yeah, Dida felt like he got played and he did. So he has every right to be upset. But uh, after that, uh, Bozy just slaps his family, his crew. Bitch. He hits them all off a club like, fuck you. Get out of my way. But he decides to heal them. I don't know if it's because he just felt bad or like there's still his family and people that in his kingdom type of thing. But because of this, he lost a good chunk of his power because mm. he healed a shit ton of people and that takes a lot of energy. So he's fighting a half strength mm. and no one's dead, even though they were close to death. And they were telling, hey, this guy's really strong. Like, don't he's immortal. He's like, OK, well, I got the remedy for that. He grabs his club and fucking smashes him over and over and over again. Hey, you know something? Not for nothing. There's something classic about it. If it's not, if it's broken, hit it. It may fix. Truthfully, no, like, like he like scru- like he like crushed and like crushes armored everything. He was like split in half. And while he's trying to regenerate, he grabs all the armor pieces, crushes it into a ball, and then eventually he 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 gets out of it. So he crushes him again. <laughs> Goddamn. Club and repeat, rinse and repeat. But instead, he gets a giant boulder. He puts a he like punches a hole in it. And then shoves him in there while burying him deep in this boulder. Damn. While it just in this tiny circle. Damn. So he can't get out. So I was like, holy shit. Then Kage's like, Boji, do not fight your father. He's fucking strong. You will die. Mm-hmm. But no, Boji's determined to fight him. Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ends. So next episode, we're going to get Boji versus Bose. Nice. I can't wait. Nice. It's going to be so good. I I wish, damn it, I, I want to count it. No, I could count the fight. I can count fights. Actual shows. So if it's good, it might be best fight. We'll see. We'll see. Indeed, we shall. Moving on. Doll's front lines. Uh, the gang's all together again. AR-15, M-16, <laughs> M-4, SOP, MOD. Mm. Uh, everyone. <laughs> uh, but for AR-15, apparently one of the villains got into her. That's why she got, they were able to, they're all being tracked, like, because their base got invaded. So one of them was like, oh, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to plant something into you. You can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So, so AR-15 is out of commission for right now. Uh, they're defending the base, and one of the uh, villains, I think, names Destroyer. Anyway, either with her is just these these villains. They're just one episode and done, so they're not really that threatening. So uh, she didn't she didn't do much. She just like, oh yeah, this you know you ain't gonna you're gonna take this base. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they take the base like shit. I'm gonna retreat, <laughs> and then the main one was like, hey. Fuck you, because like, hey, I ain't gonna help you. You got what I needed, yeah. So we're gonna kill you. Damn. It's like, it's like, don't act like. But yeah, it was Dreamer. The the this main one is apparently Dreamer that mm. went to the destroyer saying, hey, I got what I needed. We're I'm gonna basically turn you up, like shut you down, kill you, bring you back up. You're gonna you're gonna forget all of this. Like, don't act like this is the first time. Mm. <laughs> and that's how that episode ended. Waifus and guns. Moving on. I'll talk about next. Mm. Leadale. Okay, let's go with Leadale. Well, I gotta refresh my memory. Take your time. Uh, okay. Uh, Kena goes back to the village where she was in the first episode. Because like, oh yeah, I promise I come back. That type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, she she basically checks up on everyone. Uh, she hears cries in a well, and they're like, "Oh, what's that? Oh, I don't know. Let's go find out." She's they see her in a spandex suit. Hey, going underwater. Hey, go to this black hole type abyss. Hey. And on the other side, it's a mermaid. Oh, the mermaid, like she's like, ev- like the, everyone's abandoned. The, the village is gone. Mm-hmm. Just her by herself. She's like, okay, fine. I'll get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she takes she takes her to the villagers. Like, hey, can you look after her for a while? Like, oh, yeah, sure. We can put her in the bathhouse. Uh, all that happens. And then we get a cute moment with uh, Kena and Shiden Saber, uh, who was a, basically he was another player from the Liedel game where mm-hmm. she was from. Mm-hmm. So that so they had that type of connection. Like, oh yeah, I remember you. You were that you're that witch from the games. Right. Uh so they meet up. It's like, oh yeah, I'm only gonna be here with you temporarily because I gotta go to the uh village that you guys are going. Like, oh yeah, we're, it's on the way. We'll take you there. Mm-hmm. They have a little cute moment. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna carry you, Shining Saber says. And he kind of and she has like sweeps her off her feet and she's like blushing as hell. And Saber's like, What? And he's like, he realizes, like, oh shit, I'm carrying her like this. Like, ah shit. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, he starts blushing all that. Um, the, his guards kept kept teasing him. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, are you dating her?" I was like, "No, I'm not." So, like, they're never gonna let him let it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was like, "Oh, like you know, it's good to have fun with them because you know keeps morale up." But uh, actually, yeah. she shies away from the group. Like, okay, this is my stop. Good luck doing what you're doing. I gotta go do my thing. She goes into this fog. She summons her centaur eagle to help her out. Mm-hmm. And it's zombies. It's zombies. Mm. The centaur's out. She's got. She has another weapon out. Like, oh shit. Ah, uh, well, it's gonna be tough. I'm gonna go fight. So, All right. Uh, slow loop. More fishing. Oh my god. More fishing. I never get. Uh, like... Koharo and Hiori let uh, leave home for a little bit. What? I was gonna say like I never like get excited when you're like oh fishing. It's fishing. Like, oh. More fishing. <laughs> oh god. It's all fishing. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, uh, Hiori and Koharu run away from home. They go to Koya's house. Like, why'd you run away? Because Koharu's pissed because they want to go on a, a fishing trip by themselves for a weekend. And the father said no. Mm-hmm. So Koharu's like, ah, oh, you're a dick. I hate you. But eventually they go back home. Like, well, okay, you can go. Mm-hmm. So it's Koya, Koharu, and Hiori. They go on a, they go to this, they go to this mountain for a fishing trip. Uh, Koharu still sucks at catching fish. Mm-hmm. Not getting the right spots. Uh, Koi doesn't fish. She knows they know that she doesn't fish. She asks, she explains like, "Why do you come then if you don't like fishing?" Mm-hmm. And Koi tells Kahara like, "I don't hate it. It's just more of I like watching people fish. Right. I like seeing I like seeing them catch the fish. I like seeing the looks in their faces when they catch them. Mm. And plus, my father's a fucking fishing addict. So basically, that kind of killed my fun a little bit. <laughs> wow. But mostly, I like to watch people. Mm-hmm. So you guys can just do all the fishing." I'll do the watching, you do the cooking, <laughs> and uh, you get actual fishing recipes when Koharu makes the fish. <laughs> mm, mm. I was like, nice, I can make these. <laughs> hey. Very easy to make. Hey. So cute, relaxing. That's all I got out of that one. Uh, Akabi Sailor Uniform animation is still fucking great. Mm-hmm. I love it all. Uh, basically, all the students go to the mall because they want to get some supplies for their uh, school competition. So, uh, and Erica gets teased because she's never had a burger. Really? She, yeah. She, so she doesn't know how to eat it. Akebi's like, hey, it's like eating ass. This is how you do it. <laughs> it's like eating ass. Oh, my it, God. She doesn't say it, but it was, it was uh, one of the Oh, I like, swear. Because you, you, you talk about ass slapping and shit. So I'm thinking like, oh, 
It's like that. No, it's not like that. No, it's a... oh my god. <laughs> It's like eating out. No, 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 that, no, because that was a beep. Like it's like it's like here, you just spread the buttons and you you dive right in. Well then, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, no, you just grab it like this. You grab it from the wrapper and just eat it. And then Erica has this adorable face, and they'll look at her like, ah. <laughs> nanny. And she's like blushing, like, don't look at me like that. You guys are so mean. Uh, but mostly, it was about uh, one of the students uh, losing their bookmark. Well, because uh, Tomono. She loses a bookmark and she's like, oh, it's just a bookmark. But in her head, it's important to her because her mom made it for her. Mm, that makes so sense. So it's just like, you know, so animes like do that do that a lot with bookmarks. You know, they tend to like bookmarks is a huge thing. I mean, they read a lot, too, I yeah. guess. From perspective. Yeah. So it was just like, uh, but she finds it. It was attached to a balloon that's like flying in the air. Uh, wow. But they start chasing it. Uh, it gets stuck in the tree and mm. basically it's like, oh, I can't reach it. No one can really climb a tree. So do the whole cheerleader formation, like, hey, let's all let's all stockpile on top of each other. One, we'll hoist two, you up. Three, get my bookmark! Yay! It's a, pretty it's much. They grab the three. bookmark. It's cool. It's cool. It's cute. Uh, that was basically where the episode ended. So the next episode is going to be the competition. Mm. They're going to win, I'm sure. Mm. But we will. We'll see. Should be like one or two. Gotta be, or you might be done with this day. No, no, no. I think I've been needed. Left. That's it. Yep, you got Vanitas. I'm double checking. Vanitas. Yep. Oh, oh God. Fuck. Holy fuck. <laughs> All over. Fuck. Fuck. No, that's how I am. Like, holy, holy oh, shit. Fuck. The, the oh. shit that happened. The shit that happened in this last couple oh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Chloe and Jean-Jacques got saved by Vanitas, finally. Mm-hmm. So the village is back to normal. That was the previous episode. Mm. And it ended with Jeanne tackling Vanitas sucking his blood and eventually kissing him on the cheek cool and john a tells me like don't forget your promise to me like if something ever happens to me you would kill me type of thing mm-hmm. it's just a giant smile on her face mm. and venetus is like shocked like what the fuck and now the current episode <laughs> <laughs> uh no basically picks up videos throws him into the in the room back in paris it's like help him he's he's dying <laughs> mm-hmm I think he's poisoned. He hasn't eaten. He hasn't slept. He's like, you know, he's being worried as hell. And then uh, Vidya's like, no, I'm fine, you idiot. It's just, I don't know what's going on with me. But all I can think about is Jenny. Every time I look, like, basically, he's in love with Jenny. He doesn't know that yet. Aww. But the guys in the office just look at, glare at the both of us, kicked him out. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, why'd you kick us out? We were trying to explain the situation. Why are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. So like so like knows like freaking out because he doesn't know that he's basically he's in love with Jenna. Yeah, he basically assumes he just got poisoned or something. And then Vidya says runs away. He's like I need to I need to get away right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> and we see Roland and Oliver sitting at the cafe. Like oh hey, he doesn't say Vidya's name. He calls him Vincent because he doesn't want Oliver to know. Like oh yeah, I don't want to know you're him. Basically. Mm-hmm. So Vincent, my dear friend, like we met at a drinking club, basically at a bar. I outdrank him. But please sit down. Like, what's what's trouble? What's trouble? I do. He's like, you guys are an expert on love or something, right? And like, Roland's like, eh, I have a fair share, but it's mostly Oliver, Olivier, and then Vidius is like, oh yeah, I have this friend that doesn't stop thinking about this person, all that. But eventually, he flips. Is he's talking about himself, and then Roland's like, like, oh, <laughs> he just grabs his hands, like, my dear boy, you are actually in love with her. And Vanitas hates it because he never had anyone actually give a shit about him. Like he teases Janet, but 
the fact that someone actually loves him and him feeling the same way back, it's not normal for him. So he's like, he's like in a, he's like stuck. Like why? Like why does she? This makes no sense. Naze, Naze, Nazira. And then he's like, and he snaps out like, "You're stupid. That's stupid. You're stupid. Back and back, back and all that." While uh, No just tried to chase him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he went that way. You should go help him." Like, "Oh yeah, sure." Mm. Then Olivier's like, "So that's Bidius, huh?" And Rose's like, "Shit, you caught me." <laughs> like, yeah, that was him. So like, "Why do you help them all?" Like, oh, "They're fascinating people. That's because again, a vampire and a human working together. That's sacrilege. They do, they actually do it. They pull it off." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the other side. Uh, Jeanne's back home with uh, Luca. And uh, Dominique, and then she explains what happened with the mission, like Chloe says, but she doesn't know where Chloe is anymore. Like mm-hmm. she prefers to keep it that way. She just have to try to that way. She's not ordered to try to kill her again. And then she talks about Vanitas, and then Luca's like, "Why? Why are you talking about this guy? You're for me. Why? Stop it." Mm-hmm. Then Jane talks about, and Jane is like calm and cool about talking about how much she cares about Vanitas, while Vanitas is freaking out. But Jenny is like common collective. And then Luca says, like, oh, did he mind control you or something? And then he yells at for Dominique to come here. Like, hey, like he, she's in love with him. It's like, why? You should you should tell someone like no, but don't go out to no because he's mine. Fuck you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically, it's just Jenna and Vinny is being more like they're aware of that their their feelings towards one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all good and dandy. But what happened after is what the fuck. <laughs> Ooh, this fucking there's a blue haired child, this boy. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he like he has a chain. He like, like he's pulling someone in. He's like, so, uh, where's no? I told you to bring him, and you didn't. Who he has in his hands is Dominic, and he's like, well, if you can't bring him, I have no use for you. So he gets this knife, and you hear the. It's like fuck. <laughs> Damn. So it's a cliffhanger. We don't know, but holy shit, he grabbed on me and he fucking killed him. <laughs> I think that's it for me. <laughs> dun dun dun. We won't find out until next week. Now I had it on a cliffhanger. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I'll try not to be long winded, even though he was kind of fast considering we've missed three episodes. I'm gonna start with eight. I'm gonna start with um Princess. I'm sorry, Princess Connect season two is really 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 fun it's way better than season one and i I gripe about this every week that i watch this show and it chaps my ass that the animation is stupendous um the fighting the fine the the fight the fights are really good um and there's plots and points in the story in the plot i should say that are really good but the story is just so damn incoherent that it's so hard to follow and it fucking pisses me off. Like, I want to give this show a four out of five. I want to, but the story right. is just so bad. It just knocks it down. And the story itself isn't even that bad once you kind of figure it out. But like, there's so many characters. Like, one of the things that bothers me, there's so many characters. I don't even know hardly any of the other side characters' names. I don't. It's so hard for me to write re- weekly reviews on Princess Connect because I can't fucking write who was what because I don't fucking know the episodes are great because we're getting more we're getting more in depth now uh into what exactly is going on we find out um uh, more details about the fake queen she's now in the latest episode uh she's the uh omnipotent czar that is she's no she's not the the real queen as we know that's pecorine aka uh princess eustania um the 
the person who basically is mimicking her and getting her away is the omnipotent czar. She's a member of the seven crowns, um, which I guess are like powerful fucking beings. I don't know. They never explain who the fuck the seven crowns are or what their significance is, you know? So I don't know. They're just really fucking powerful and do really cool shit, apparently. And we also find out basically uh, in a couple previous episodes, uh, Yuki gets uh, some of his memories back and he sees that he had a another guild he was with before and she he faced off against the omnipotent czar and all of his guildmates died and he was about to die. But he went into the the and we find out what it is. He went to this machine and that's what's called the redive. The show is called Princess Connect Redive. Um, so he goes into the machine called the redive. And basically that's what gives him more power power and keeps him alive but at the cost of his memories and other stuff and we find out in this previous this last episode that happened the more you go into the redive the more you'll get altered whether it be like physically mentally um your powers may change things of that nature and we find out that the omnipotent czar in the battle that she had with um with uh what's it called with yuki and his former guild um apparently something happened and she had to go into the redive but when she went into the redive her power she has a latent power that latent power that's so op is she can predict the future on top of having like op powers her main power is she can predict the future and she can no longer predict the future in this battle so she's using one of the um other she has basically um, one of the other seven crowns in her possession, um, a woman that we've seen previously in the episode. Her name is really hard, so I never really wrote it, but it's something like Meg Morant or something along those lines. Um, it's this little girl. And basically, she has the power to create anything like out of nothing, which is wild. Like you just see her like just create daggers from nothing. And we see this crazy battle between her and another of the seven crowns. I don't even remember her fucking name. Um, but she's one of the good girls that's there that that's helped that helps Yuki and like hasn't told Yuki what she knows because she clearly knows something since she's the one that actually works with the redive. But um, she, basically, she's been helping the guild and helping Yuki like secretly in a way um, while she's been hiding this crazy fucking power. We see this crazy battle really well done, well animated, entertaining fight. And the episode, the last couple episodes focus more um, on uh, on what's it called on Eustania, Eustanzia, Eustasia, I should say, a.k.a. Pecorine um, coming to terms with her, you know, hiding the fact that she's the real princess and she wants to tell Yuki and she wants to tell Carol because. Um, those are the two people that don't know out of the guild. Um, what's her face? I forget her name now. She does. She knows. Oh, Karost. Uh, 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 fuck, I forget her name because I always know her as Karoster. Um, anyway, um, so she knows, but she wants to tell Yuki and uh, and Carol. And as she's about to tell Carol, Carol gets summoned via the ring that she got from the fucking false queen, um, the omnipotent czar. She got a ring in one of the earlier episodes in the season, um, but it allowed her basically to be summoned at a moment's whim. And she gets summoned as a human shield for the for the queen, the omnipotent czar against the seven crown. And the seventh crown recognizes Carol hesitates on stabbing. Um, the omnipotent czar and i guess a second version of herself which we never get explained um like a more evil version pops up from behind yeah. her and stabs her and it's you know pretty emotional again really well laid out in terms of the animation and the sequencing and the the powerfulness of that sequence it was really well done but listen you've heard me just describe princess connect for the last like 
three minutes or so just now is what i'm saying make any real sense in comparison to like an actual flowing story a bit but not like it's hard like it's harder to grasp compared to something that's really well laid out it's not very laid out because there's so many different pieces in this show that it's hard to fucking really grasp them there's so many different areas of people that we see before then they come back afterwards or people that um are in the shadows and then they come out and then they're important but then we don't see them again like it's fucking uh, aggravating to me when i talk about this show but i'm thoroughly entertained every monday it's a good show. It's a solid three. I would give it a solid three out of five stars. Nothing, nothing less. Um, and it's a shame because of all the other things. It's one of the best animated series of, of the season. And it's got a lot of other good things. It fucking bothers me. Um, right. So that's what I got for print. Now, something more coherent. Uh, we'll go with Love of Kill. Love of Kill has been really good. Basically, the episodes have been following. Um, what's it called? I've been following. Uh, God damn it. What's her name? Um, fuck. I forget her name now. <laughs> oh my god this is how you know we watch two yeah that's how i feel fucking goes mate 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 chateau chateau san okay so chateau it follows chateau basically and riangha as they get closer while you know simultaneously hating each other it's one of the, the it's one of the more funny romances of the season in terms of the fact that it's real adults in a real like kind of scenario um in a real location um and they're not in any way like she's not in any way attracted to him but kind of is it's kind of interesting and basically we they're on the the episodes follow them on a boat as they um face off against one of the other um assassins and the organization basically that's going after riangha um so we get we got some incredible developments and that nature um slowly but surely uh, Chateau is starting to realize her past and we're starting to see glimpses of the past. We see young Riangha and uh, what he does and what he um, means to Chateau being the one that uh, was that that actually had her the day that she was abducted from her family and was found by the by the detective. And we see that the main villain that's orchestrating everything going on is the same guy that named Riangha and was the one who told him to pick up Chateau. So there's clearly, again, something that Chateau, something going on with Chateau uh, from that standpoint that we need to find out. Um, it's great. I mean, we see vicious murder, which is awesome. Uh, we right. see murder across all of the, in some capacity. And yeah, it's a really solid series. Uh, again, right now they're leaving off with Chateau. I'm sorry, with Riangha being brought over to this guy. His name is Donnie. Being brought over to the main villains. And he being brought over to his um, mansion while Chateau tries to catch up with him and try and save Riangha after the amount of times that Riangha has saved her throughout the season. So uh, pretty good storytelling from that standpoint. I'm not doing the description justice because, again, it's hard for me to go back three episodes and give you everything in detail um, at this stage. But, um, again, super solid work that they're doing. Um, I'll talk about it. Strongest Sage. Strongest Sage is really simple. Maddie and his crew are ridiculously fucking OP. I mean, that's the whole premise of the of the of the uh, of the the show is the fact that he got reincarnated and he got reincarnated as the best magical user ever, and he got even better um, because he's got his special fucking powers now that he didn't have before. So it's pretty simple. They basically defeat everything when you think that uh, fucking there's gonna be some problem. No, not really. Easily defeated. You know, it, it gets old after a while, but it's entertaining in its own way. Um, at this stage, basically, Maddie is going over to Maddie. Or let me back up a couple episodes. Maddie faces off against a, a demon, super powerful demon, easily defeats the demon. But the demon, although he, he easily defeats him, um, he was more powerful than the other demons he faced. And also he was more prepared because of the fact that he was being prepared by the, the, the king demon, whatever he is. 
And so basically him and Maddie have a conversation um, via some like hacked channel, basically. And the demon's like, you're not going to find me. Ha ha. And he kills the connection. But Maddie, because he's OP, he's like, oh, I managed to get your signature in this magical ball and this uh, magic stone. And we have to go read the magic stone. We're going to go over to this location where the magic stone is. And he almost blurts out like I made this a thousand years ago. You know, and they're like, how did you know? Like, oh, I just came across it. He basically tries to bullshit. That way they don't find out that he's the reincarnation of Gaius, who's that again, that crazy powerful magician that was re- that uh died a thousand years in the past. So they go about it from that standpoint. Um, they end up going to the uh, they end up having to go back to the school because again, they um I don't know if I went over that, but basically they uh got a scholarship so they can leave the school premise whenever they want so they can go fight the demons, but then they can go back as students. It's you know, and shit like that. But right. <laughs> uh in any case. Uh, they go back to the school. They find the school being rebuilt completely, and they ask what's going on. The headmaster says, you know, that they're basically rebuilding the school from the ground up. And Maddie's like, oh, you're basically making this a fortress. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Um, so there's that. And uh, as they go, they're like, all right, we need to ask the king to let us go into this land because they have to cross a border to get to this, like, magic stone reader thing they have. And so they ask the king to get approval. They go. Um, and in order to get into the area where the thing, where the, uh, where the, the device is, it's in a, what's called a restricted area. So they have to go into, um, they have to be part of the guild of the town and they have to be rank a, they go from G to S. And so they got to be rank a in order to access a restricted area. So Maddie ends up facing, um, the most powerful fucking guy they have, which is a rank S and it's a really good battle considering it's Maddie's toughest battle in the entire season thus far because of the fact that this guy has he's super powerful as it is and he doesn't cast magic but he um innately does it like he's subconsciously casting magic and he's he puts up to be a little bit of a fight for for Maddie Maddie again easily defeats him because that's the whole story Maddie easily defeats everybody but he mentions like he has a lot of latent power and if he learns how to cast magic properly um, and efficiently that he'll maybe even surpass him in terms of battle, like battle ability, which is a pretty cool compliment. And so they go on from that standpoint. Um, they tell him uh, the guy, I forget his name. It's like Gaius or something like not Gaius, but like Gaius or some shit, some shit like that. They tell him right. basically um, what their plan is. And he's like, oh, you know, lately it's been weird. Like there's a there's like a weird aura around the town you're going to on top of that. What's it called? On top of that, there are people that are getting that are going missing from the uh from from their parties parties that are going missing going to that area so they hit the and they said there's a lot of checkpoints so like oh that's peculiar so they go over um and they hit the first checkpoint they manage to get through but then maddie because he's op recognizes something's not right so he looks at these passes that they're given and it says oh it says hey strong party um uh, approaching beware dispatch of them asap and then as they read that note, basically that hidden note that's done with uh, demon technology, um, we see just a, a horde of like fucking minions that are around the corner wanting to fight them. Maddie, of course, because he's super smart and OP, he's like, hey, we'll just cause a distraction and go ahead and put them all to sleep with this magical device. So they cause the distraction. They put them all to sleep. And then the two girls, Lori and Ari, who are there, Lori and Alma, sorry, Lauren Alma that are there, they end up going to sleep as well. Um, again, simplistic, but entertaining in its own way. And then finally, uh, for me, Boruto. Um, Boruto has been really solid. This arc um, with the Land of Water is a very, very solid arc. At this stage, basically, they're going after the, the, what's called the Funato clan. 
um, the Funato family clan, and they're causing havoc across the land of water, um, easily dispatching of, um, of, of land of water resources like boats and things of that nature. Um, and a lot of the residents in the surrounding islands are joining the Funato clan against the land of water. And we basically find the, um, like we find, we get the entire story of the Funato versus the, um, versus the, the people of the land of water. Basically the Funato, even though they're sinister and bad, they are free spirits in essence of the land. And the land of water is basically trying to, um, you know, be more efficient, make more money and, you know, more power, things of that nature. So one of the things that they've done is they've started after they defeated the Funato clan the first time was they wanted to bring everybody together before they had a bunch of islands and they used to be like independent islands of themselves. But then they adapted them basically into the land of water, which caused problems for people that are there that wanted to be independent and single and things of that nature. So that's why we see a lot of support for the Funato now. Um, and basically the land of water is struggling to combat that because of the fact that they want to basically live independently again against what the land of water is doing. So uh, we get a good dynamic, a political, good political dynamic from that standpoint. Um, basically, uh, the the Funado, they faced Boruto, Kagura and the Seven Ninja Swordsman and um, Iwabe and uh, Kowaki as well. It's a b- whole collective between Team Seven and Team Five, um, as well as the Kagura and the Seven Ninja Swordmen that he broke out from the prison. So um, we get some decent battles there, and you know some decent developments here and there. The last episode of Boruto basically starts off with Boruto collapsing from heat exhaustion, and he dreams that he's drowning. He falls off the ship and he's drowning, and a guy saves him. I forget the kid's name. Um, but basically this kid saves him coincidentally somebody that looks like the kid ends up coming on the boat saving everybody bringing them over to this island and they're going to try and fix the boat which was blown up Um, the engine was blown up by a secret member of the funado that tried to frame uh, one of the seven ninja swordsmen for murdering the captain um, of the boat so uh, we get a decent story there Um, you know they all kind of go their own way and things of that nature so uh, the episode ends with Boruto and the kid having to go across the other side of the island in order to grab a part for the ship that they don't have um, as a storm is approaching so it's a little bit of foreshadowing I think at that point they're in like a rinky dink boat right now so something tells me that that's where Boruto will drown and the kid will save him in some capacity Um, and we'll get more details in regards to the Funado being in that general vicinity of that island so um, again super solid stuff very entertaining um from that standpoint nothing bullshit nothing fucking lame about boruto in this particular instance as as this arc continues so uh good stuff good stuff indeed uh that is it separate stuff yes until next week i have 86 Yes, and now we're gonna do together. We're gonna close off with the stuff with you together. Yes, and we're gonna start off with a big one, ladies and gentlemen. My dress up darling. We usually end with it, but this time it's we're gonna just start with it. We're gonna start with it because we want to end on something that's a little bit close to to, to my thought process. So yeah, and plus we'll to, to be fair, with the past couple of weeks, I think it deserves it. <laughs> I mean, dude, none of these other anime that we've seen truly deserve to end the way fucking dress up darling. Let's keep it a hundred. Well, I, I say it's Sasaki Miyano too. <laughs> not really. Uh, uh, not really. Uh, you know, you know what I want to talk about second to last? What Requiem. I want to sure. sell Requiem. We, we could do that. Maybe Requiem. Maybe Genius Prince. Maybe Realist Hero. Those are all like, they're all in that like tier that's under fucking, that's under, uh, what's it called? Um, under Dress Up Dark for me. 
Like, yeah. It's just tough, bro. Like well, maybe okay. Stocky Mountain is a little bit above the other ones that I just mentioned, but not by much. It's it's closer to Rec Room and Realist Hero and Junior's Prince to me. Well, we st- well we still got we still got we still got to try to mix it up. <laughs> I know, goddamn, whatever. All right, anyway. All right, let's let's move on. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's talk about fucking dress up, darling. Yeah. Uh, you know, eat, eat the KK's hated anime. Yeah, for real. Seriously. <sighs> It's one of my favorites, though. I always, you know, now that fucking Demon Slayer is done, I always end my anime binge with Dress Up Darling, without fail. I usually go by day, but I start, I end with the best one of the day. So I end Saturdays with Dress Up. Yeah, normally I do that too, but I'm so behind on everything. It ends up being Dress Up because Dress Up is just so much better than everything else. Right, but basically, if you saw from the previous episodes, uh, Gojo is making Inu's outfit uh, with Marin. It's a, it's a group cosplay this time. <laughs> yes. The Junas and what was, what was the name of that show? Uh, it was some no, Sailor Moon shit. Yeah, basically the Sailor Moon knockoff show. Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon knockoff. Great value Sailor Moon. Great value do- Dollar General Sailor Moon. Dollar General, Dollar Tree Sailor Moon. Also, happy 30 years to them before we can say. You know, but at some I, point in my life, I do want to go back and watch fucking watch Sailor Moon. I might watch the newer ones to see how it is. I I can't I, I can't I can't turn positive stuff. But again, it's just so many episodes. That's the problems. I know. That's why I said at some point in my life, I'll go back. That'll probably be the second to last anime I watch behind fucking One Piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but Marin, she feels insecure because she doesn't know a lot about the cosplay material after hearing Gojo and Sejuna mm-hmm. talk about uh, cosplay. But anyway, Gojo finished their outfits mm-hmm. and not uh, a little quicker than the first one. But again, since he's getting better at this, mm-hmm. it's easier to go about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Juno's like, oh yeah, I love how you did. I love how you made the cape a little heavier with the fabric. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can still move and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, 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 kick it out basically, get, and just in the terms of making an outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Madrin's like, oh yeah, I love how they string. <laughs> yeah, I love this. <laughs> uh, before that though, uh, Marin puts on another bathing suit. Like, oh yeah, it's another bathing suit. Yeah, it's not. You don't see anything, but she forgot she put on the wrong top. Well, are we are we skipping totally the fact that freaking uh that Gojo got a boner and fucking Marin got a no no because that happened during that I was getting, I was leading to that sorry sorry yeah, I was leading to that that was the first thing that stood out for me hey yeah. intended but yeah, I was like oh yeah ding like oh shit wrong top and it's like that's the thing you're worried about not the fact that you show me just the fact that it's the wrong one right and that's after she lifted up the skirt too don't forget yeah like oh yeah it's another baby it's another baby suit I, I sent you the pictures it's like yeah I I saw the pictures and. Other stuff, and of course hey, he the, like the fucking show goes bro. over there. <laughs> of course the fucking show, bro, has to show the fucking ass crease next to her fucking pussy. Bro. Like really, <laughs> zoomed in on it. But, you know, world world Day won't do that. No, I was just about to say. I was like, it's funny how like clear and as shit like this episode, th- this show is, but fucking world but, like the, yeah. destroy an entire screen. But we'll get to that moment too. We'll get to that. We'll get to that a bit. But um, that mother's like, oh, you got some, you hide over there. It's like, go away. <laughs> Now, ducky ducky's there. No, no, don't touch. Like, don't touch. Don't go near me. Go stand in the corners. And then Marin not realizing, like, oh, Gojo's actually horny. He's like, oh, did I do something wrong? I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, she, actually, like, yeah. Oh, she thought he was pissed. Like, no, he's just horny. <laughs> he's just horny. But uh, anyway, they got the, the cosplays are made. They go to the building, but we get a flashback mm-hmm. of uh, Sejuna's sister Shinju. Uh, they talked in private after, like, after scouting the uh, area they're going to take photos in. Yep. So I was like, oh, yeah, can I talk to you? 
No, I'm sorry. Gojo wanted to talk to her. Yeah, Gojo wanted to talk to her. He's like, you want to cosplay, don't you? And then she's like, I can't because I'm too fat or whatever. You know, she's not. Mm-hmm. And like, like, I see a lot of people cosplay different things, whether it was like a gender bent or different body sizes. Like they all did because they loved it. And I like that's why I like doing it. So right, it's, right. if you really want to, I'll make you an outfit, no problem. Right, right. And then uh, she's just, Shinji's like, I'll do it. Then Gojo's like, I bet she wants to be this cute girl from this from this game I played before they showed me. He's like, no, I want to dress up as a guy. And then his face went, huh? That's Onitama. I love how they call him Onitama. That's the first time yeah. I've ever heard Onitama. And he's like, Onitama? <laughs> Onitama? <laughs> like his face completely yeah, changed. Yeah, I, I did chuckle. I did chuckle at that. Yeah, because like, you, you didn't expect it. But no, she wants to do a... a I feel a var- variance. Well, she wants to look more of a guy for this. Like a ver- she wants to be a reverse track for this. And then and he's like, you know what? Yeah, I could do it. And the problem was she has no money. You're like, oh shit, I forgot. You're three years younger than your sister, so you don't have a job. But luckily, it's easy enough to do. Just take a school outfit and resize it a bit. And then uh, I was like, oh yeah, like here's this shirt. Like, and, but her, you know, her breasts are too big, so it's like it's holding off her dear life. And then the button fell out. It almost killed us. It killed Aaron from Attack on Titan, but it didn't kill Gojo. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, but it's like, oh, it's no problem. I'm going to sew it back on. No, no problem. And then Shinju was like, like, oh, yeah, like you make it like you before you made it sound so easy. But I see you're struggling too, like a normal person. It's like, oh, yeah, I also look up to this girl. You know, she's cute. She says whatever. She's a free spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess she's cute. It's like, ah, you didn't need, you didn't need to hear that. Mm-hmm. But eventually, uh, their side project is done. She finished it. They found a way to make her breasts basically turn to flat chested, make her go Korean. But no, <laughs> no, uh, there was, yes, yeah, she had to wear a certain it top. Just, it, just dawned on, it just dawned on me what, what that entails. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm telling you, them K poppers. I'm fucking done. But anyway, yeah, they found this out. Be like, okay, you, it, it can make you basically flat chested. If you have this on, we've got to adjust it. You're good to go. So she buys it. It's cheap. It was cheap. Like, oh, it's gonna be expensive, but no, it was like thirty-five bucks. Like, oh shit! Quick, click buy, damn it, click buy. <laughs> but we eventually get there. They reveal Tada. She's this character. Uh, Shinju talks about how she wants to cosplay, but she's afraid of how they're gonna act. But no, Sejuna and Marin just bang girl over her. <laughs> for real, it was adorable. Like, you're, like, no, you're, not amazing. For you're, you're amazing. Fucking amazing. I can't. <laughs> Selfie, Sashi. Yeah, she wants a selfie. <laughs> and, like, and they're like, oh shit, we gotta take photos because we're, we're paying by the hour. Yep, yep. And then that's where they... You know, side note, I do want to... I want to go back a couple... A couple... Or not a couple. I do want to go back one episode. The all episode right, with uh, them on the beach, the previous episode was fucking... Oh, the, oh, the end scene? Yes, the end... That whole yes. pro, that whole thing was beautiful where they're on the end scene and Marin wants to spend time with, with Gojo and then gets embarrassed. Like, like let's said, go, I just the two of us. Yes, and the bird was fucking hilarious too. I love the goddamn bird. The pelican or whatever the fuck it was that took the that took the, the food. that took the burgers yeah that took the burgers and shit that was funny and now i kind of want to make that burger that whited the, the fish on. it's like damn it i gotta look at it like i looked it up she was like let me see if i can find actually and then i yeah. i come back i'm like okay cool yeah dude no i mean I, the dress of darling just been awesome dude i gave it five stars already it's a shocker yeah it's just uh, but yeah again, have you rated by the way un, un, related but unrelated question have you re- started rating your your shows for the season no no i i, I wait till i'm done I've, I mean, I'm pretty confident where I'm at right now. So I've rated everything. I didn't realize the amount of like. The only thing I rated was Demon Slayer. That was it. 
I mean, yeah, I rated Demon Slayer. I've rated everything. So, I mean, I'm surprised at some of the averageness that I've had. Some of them weren't so average, but I have a majority of my shows are pretty average. It lowered my rating significantly. I had a 68.8. Now it's down to 68.3. But, oh, uh, yeah, I'm not rated yet, but this is definitely high up there. Mm-hmm. I wish people shut the fuck up about the stuff that their issues with. <laughs> right. It's, it's like you can like, like, like you, I like it for not that, like for other stuff, but no, let's, let's just focus on, you know, Jiglin says an ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I get it. Like, I, you know, I, I, I get it, but like, don't make it like, oh, uh, uh, I can't, I gotta throw everything out the window. I don't care how good it is. I don't care about the characters. I don't care about the emotional scenes. I don't care about. Do you it's get they, you those, stuff about cosplay? Same, nope, just fan service. You're done. Those Go same through. people just don't relate, and that's the biggest the people they don't relate. If you don't relate to something, you can't like comprehend the significance uh, or the, the 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 goodness within it. You know, I think that's yeah. for a like, lot like, of things. I can like, you, know? you can watch a show without going, "Hey, I'm gonna have sexual thoughts about that later." <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard not to watch things, not to see Mar and some of those things, and not think sexual. But I know, but saying like that's like the whole premise of why you watch these shows. Yeah, in essence, I agree. Uh, yeah, but I hate that they just throw all those out the windows because of that little thing. Yeah, but you know, hey, whatever. It's gonna be. It's gonna be in the contention for the anime of the year. Uh, it's not. No, gonna definitely. Win. It's not gonna definitely. win. It's, de- it's definitely on my list for sure. It's not gonna win this season's anime of the year. It won't win anime of the year as a whole. It's gonna like as we already know, as we've said a bo- bunch of times. Unless Chainsaw Man. Like, how dare movie. you speak for me? No, dude, stop. You already know, dude. Like, it, I, it, you know, you know, bro, unless Chainsaw Man or Bleach or like one of those other like top action like shows like does something, it's going to be Attack on Titan or fucking. Well, I have different tastes. Point blank. You, so. <laughs> and bro, you stop. 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 You, you're just lying to yourself at this stage. Bro. I am not. Lying. You're lying to yourself. It's great right now, but I guess. Something better could come. I don't know. I doubt that. I or you. <laughs> you I don't speak that. for me, damn it. I'm ventriloquist. I'm a ventriloquist. Didn't know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're 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 funnier than Jeff Dunham. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have uh, Sean clip this, and that probably won't happen. But yeah, you know, I'll, so. see what happens. I'll have, I'll, have, I'll have Sean clip this, and then we go back. Like, hey, I was calling this shit since like January, some shit. Yeah, this go is- ahead, go ahead. Yeah, well. Do it, do it, pussy, no balls. Bro, can't even get him to go. We digress. We digress. All right, moving on. Let's go Should with the worst the one. No, uh, I want to go with the worst one because we just talked about the best etchy. Let's talk about the worst etchy before we go to Shamua. All right. Oh, yeah, folks. I'm back on World's End Harem. I'm I convinced him to watch World's End Harem because. You and know, then I wish you did it. <laughs> no, like I do. All right. So a couple things in terms of etchy anime that I've seen. and I've seen a few since I started watching anime full time. This is the best etchy anime. Not because of the what you see, because you don't see shit, but the plot in this show is really solid. It is a really solid. It's like, you know, people make that joke like, oh, people don't buy Playboy to read the articles. No, it's like literally reading a good article in a Playboy novel, like except the Playboy novels got fucking black tape on it. But we digress. Yeah, um, it's a really solid plot. And that's what I kept telling Matt. I kept selling it. I was like, dude. It's got good plot, good plot, good plot, good plot. Really good story, and yeah, not, the, though, not the ass plot because you don't see it. <laughs> not no, yes, not the actual ass plot. There's no fucking you can't see shit. But to counter that, I tell people, watch the show on Country Roll for the plot. You'll get a good story out of this show. Believe it or not, you're gonna get a solid story. If you wanna fucking see tits and ass and sexual noises and things of that nature, along with the visuals, 
Go on to one of the fucking sites on Google because they'll have yeah, the uncensored yeah, yeah, version yeah, there. Yeah, you're you're gonna, you yeah, you're gonna have to pirate it. You're gonna have to pirate it. That's what I do. I, if I want to watch good plot, I watch it the first time on Crunchyroll. Get my plot. Get my understanding of the show. Get my uh, what's it called? My, the stuff that I can put for my season for my episodic review on my Instagram. AI underscore anime twenty four out there. Cheap plug. Then if I want to fucking get my fills in terms of seeing anime titties and and girls go oh shit and whatever. I'll just go pirate it and I'll get my fill that way. So I end up watching the show one and a half times because I skip all the plot and just go straight to the titties and the sex. But that's the way you got to do it for this particular show. And I managed to convince Matt to watch it because of the plot. Matt, what did you think of the plot? Again, the plot's fine. Like, it is fine. And Shota is slowly becoming this demented character. Oh, Doikun? I know. Yeah, he he just wanted to fuck his teacher. Doikun went redo of healer. In the he went from yeah. being like bullied and being like really like oh man I'm really happy he's finally getting pussy and he gets to be with people. No, now he's fucking straight redo of the healer. Yeah, again, like good. He he just wanted his teacher. He fucked his teacher. He they got her pregnant. Did, yeah, that's why she he can't save her again. Cause, but he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. Fucking because fucking Karen has fucking manipulated him. Yeah, that's true. But you know you would think right that they have a bunch of sex they would have had sex ed. They would have been like yo if you come inside of a woman she may get pregnant. Yeah, right? but uh, these other girls have it because they're still there. Because it's anime, and you can come in a girl on her on her not safe day because that exists, and yeah. fucking, and she won't get pregnant. Yeah, even from being <laughs> tied, even from being tied down and raped by one of them, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go crazy now. I can fuck them all, whatever, wherever. One could blow me under the desk. I can fuck one in the swimsuit." Yeah, dude. <laughs> While we're both in it. <laughs> But yeah, the fucking Mizuhara fucking got downplayed for like three to four episodes. And yeah. then eventually, because again, we focus more on Doi. I, I mean, thought he was the main character for a second. Yeah, we split. Doi really is. You know, honestly, Doi is like going to be, I think Doi is going to, well, he is playing a, a critical part as we saw at the end. He's going to play a, a critical part. I think that's one of the reasons why they, they focus so much on him so we can get some character yeah, development and, and some fuck, character. Fuck um, number one, uh, Kyoji Hiro. Fuck him. He's, a, he's an actor for now. He's an afterthought now. He's tried to get with the with uh Reito's uh sister, didn't work out and fucking yeah, and haven't seen they, him since. And now he's now he's upset while fucking these girls. I haven't seen him since. Yeah, he, no, he wants to fuck a 16-year-old. That He's was 16. his character. That his character arc is over. I'm sure he'll be back at some point. But I, I but I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> we don't know. It's all just, about even it's a generic jock that it's all about Reito, the man-made virus, and the and, and Doi, uh, yes. And Doi the fucking uh redo a healer. Fucking sociopath. <laughs> He's a sociopath now, fucking slinging his dick but everywhere. Yeah, like, and... But yeah, like even this, like one of the girls that bullied him, she's now a pet because Kara's like, oh, I know her, I know her, I know. That's redoing the healer. That's what I'm talking about. It's redoing the healer. Yeah, like fuck. But you know, it's kind of it, it's kind of cute. Like in the last episode when he's like, oh, like she looks, she actually looks like something I'd want to fuck in this position. Oh, here's but your blanket, she, whore. But he's not. But he just covers her up. He, yeah, here's your fucking blanket. You fucking cum dump, drug yeah, addict. Basically, like clean yourself up. <laughs> But you didn't fuck me. I know, but still cleaned yourself up. <laughs> yeah, for real, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, one of the students is undercover. Yeah. For a little bit, yeah. For uh, Working with uh, Arisa's uh, group, terrorist group. Yeah. And yeah, even um, the World Defense Organization tell Rito, like, oh yeah, we're looking for her in the group because they're terrorists. Dude, you want to you wanna know what I think is going to happen? I'm going to make but... a, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to make a bold claim. Arisa really is evil. And Reito's gonna defeat Arisa, and then Reito's just gonna go fucking slay all these girls. He's just gonna fucking fuck them all. I hope uh, that happens. Probably I, won't. Probably won't. No, I, I hope he's, he's gonna say he's gonna save his high school sweetheart. 
it's either either he's gonna fuck all the girls which i want to happen or we're gonna find out arisa was manipulated and she should be working with the the uw and yeah no he's gonna have marisa mira and a freedom that would be great i'm telling you you should just have an orgy just one giant orgy I also laughed when Karen was like, orgy, well, Doyle, orgy, well, Doyle, well, Doyle orgy. had the orgy. That's why we just censored. I know. It was fucking great. And fucking Karen's like, <laughs> orgy, orgy. She's like, oh, fucking like eight-year-old kid. Orgy, orgy, orgy. Even though orgy. it's like, yeah, if you want to fuck me, you could. But he doesn't fuck her. You know, she says you're allowed to. Like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Well, fuck. Well, are you going to do it, though? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to manipulate these other students instead. Dude, can you imagine a world where, like, every woman is just like your fucking just cum dump? Like what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, with the uh the, the woman running this who hate men apparently, but now want men for reproduction. No, so it's not well, it's that obviously, but as we find out toward the end, it I think the UW, and I'm very curious to see how they play this off, where the UW may have better purposes, and it's just those three heads of the Japanese fucking portion of the UW that were evil because they were charged with making the man-made virus. Although it wouldn't shock me at all if we found out even though they knew that the virus was man-made and they had a hand in it, they're not the original creator, and it could be someone else that's close to home. So there, there's definitely potential there from that standpoint. Again, solid plot, solid yeah. ways where this can go. I'll, you know, I'm making jokes, but truthfully, like there's very there's different elements of this that make this super solid. Who would have thought that Worlds and Harem would have a better fucking story than Princess Connect Redive? You know, for me. So right. I, fucking it's solid. It's a really solid show. Like, I gave this three out of five. It's not going to be any worse. It's not going to be any any better. Uh, it's a solid, mediocre show for most people, but I'm thoroughly entertained. Well, it's going to be a disappointment in terms of censorship, but plot-wise, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and, you know, I wonder, I'm curious, the people that vote for the show, how many of them really pirate all their shows versus not? But I haven't seen it in any of the polls, so... Yeah, because of fucking... Well, it's an etchy. You're not going to see an etchy in a poll by comparison. Well, you you would still see them. I think they're on there, just... Yeah, they're probably an option. Because there's no one just cared anymore. Like, they just gave up after the censorship. Probably because it's so bad. They censored the entire screen for the orgy. Yeah, like, I've never seen that. Luckily, if you pirate it, though, it's a great scene. Yeah, but that's effort. <laughs> hey, you know, if you, I mean, you know, hey, you're not single. I'm single. So it's not much effort <sighs> to me. Right. Should we get to the one we've been criticizing? The one you've been criticizing because I'm enjoying her for what it no, is. No, 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 not, not Shenmue. No. Platinum End. I'm very happy. That this show has bounced back the way it's bounced back. Yeah, this, yeah, was as close to the end. <laughs> Somebody, it's not, you know, truthfully, not even way before that. You know, one of no, the people, I, Yoenda one, is fucking fantastic. One of, yeah, Yoneda, Yoneda is great. One of the, one of the members of our group, Eat the Cake Anime, mentioned, she's like, oh, I haven't watched the second half. I don't know if it's worth it. And I'm like, you know what? It is worth it because, you know, through the first half, it, it's meh. And then starting from episode 13, there's still points of meh, but starting from the death of Metropoli Man in episode 14, this show has gone up exponentially. Quite a bit, yeah. Quite a bit. Like, literally, if you were to give, like, fucking, if you were to give the first 12 episodes, like, maybe, maybe you'd give it a three, right? So it might have been, like, a two and a half, but you might have given it a three. Like, the second half, episodes 12 through, we're at 22 now, it's at least a four at bare minimum, a four, in my opinion. I would give it like a four and a quarter, I would say, out of five, truthfully. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, but this unfortunately there's still some bad characters like Yuri. I do not am not a three. <laughs> yeah, I hate her. She needs to Suji, die. yeah. Suji's very interesting despite being wanting to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, he is interesting. Well, I agree. 
even what's his even though what's his face um god damn it i forget the, the boy's name susumu susumu was great too even though he was a little kid you know there was something innocent about him because he just didn't yeah, know and then he, he died <laughs> and then he got fucking shot they couldn't shoot fucking yuri in the fucking back her fucking useless ass. But no, but, but no. She's not Susumu, even like a cum dump. She's just fucking. I just well, Susumu was just oh, fucking annoyed. It's like, oh yeah, hey, there's guns, guys, there's guns. Ah like, oh, shit, take him out. Yeah, but you know, she's not as bad as Yuri. Like Yuri is she's like, bro, Yuri's not even a cum dump. She's just so selfish. At least fucking. Yeah, she just wants the least, red arrow. She doesn't care. That's all she cares about. Yeah, this, I want Susumu, the red arrow. Susumu somewhat cares about like making life better for people around him. Not maybe not the world, but at least you know people that are immediately around him and himself. Like this bitch doesn't give a shit about nothing but herself. Like, bro, no. Like she needs to fucking go. She's the one that should have been shot in the fucking head. Like, bro, you're not <sighs> even a cum dump. You're not even fucking a slut. You can't even be useful that way. No, you just want to be fucking selfish. I fucking I don't like her either. Yeah, well, we're going to ignore her. But again, it's, it's hard not to, it, though, because she's always like, ah, as long as I get my red arrow, I don't care. Fuck yeah. ass, take the red arrow and fucking shove it up your fucking. Yeah, but now. Yeah. But but anyway, forget about her. She's not important. Well, who is important is Yuenda. Kaku Yuenda. Yes. Fucking. I love his character. I love the VA for him. I always love the VA, but yes, he's my favorite. He's one of my favorite VAs. Oh, yeah. 100%. He's one of my favorite voice actors. He plays fucking uh, the guy from uh, uh, what's it called? Um, he's house husband in house husband and he's also the dude in um tower of god the proctor yeah from he's in two years, he's he's uh he's a creator in two years Hernandez. he's, he's uh jujutsu kaisen not to me <laughs> yep he's jigen in fucking boruto or stead in mishuka tensei yes but he's so many awesome roles and he does i just love his voice <laughs> yeah it's great it's fucking solid bro like like, it, like it's calm it's like also intimidating it's just that Thing in his voice, bro. Can you imagine like being his like husband, being like her husband, his husband, whatever the fuck he, you know? Imagine like being in a relationship with him. That's gotta be yeah. wild. That's gotta be the conversation. I'm sure. I'm sure it's wild. So wild, especially if you have like an in-depth conversation. Like it would, that would be fucking insane. I would love to have an in-depth conversation. But hell, I fucking love his conversations when he talks. Yeah, his whole bit about God. Like, oh yeah, it's like not real. It's some you know, preacher thing, dude. I'm not even going to front when I saw that episode, when they first started talking about the prospect of God being fucking in essence being he exists because of the, of the fact that that humans need something to worship and he doesn't truly exist in the realm of reality. He's just a fictitious fucking being that was made up and exists only because people believe in this fictitious myth. Yeah, like I was first off, I was high as shit because I had an edible and I was drinking. So I was a little right. lit. But like, bro, like, you know how mind blowing that is? Like, first off, do you know how blasphemy it is for people that grew up with, with religion? Like, I grew up with religion. If I were to try yeah, to my mother, even made she would people... dump all the holy water on top of me for watching. Yeah. And again, 75 percent of the people on Earth believe in God. And he dropped it down to 10 percent. Yeah. 10 percent of people. That's fucking insane. It's like billions of people. Yeah. If, what is 75? Alexa, what's 75 percent of six billion people? Four billion, five hundred million. Hey, he got about a good three plus billion people to yeah. not believe in God. Nuts. Holy shit. Nuts. And we see after Susumu dies, his angel goes back. Like, we have a problem. God's fading away. Yeah. God's fading away. And now it, there, it's time for the stadium to like talk. Like, all five of like, no one can interfere. Yeah. You end up got the mayor under his control and a bunch of other people. He shot a lot of people with the red arrow. Bro, he's doing so... experiments of people killing themselves, basically. Bro, and he's so cold with the fucking shots too. Like ding 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 ding. Yeah. So cold with the fucking like, shots. Like he was like he was testing shooters theory about people killing themselves. Like and he's doing it with that was red dark. arrows. 
that was really, really, really dark. I can't even lie. Like, you know, I saw that. No, it was. And that was one of the more uncomfortable scenes of the season, truthfully. Holy, holy miracle. And the only positive life side is Saki confesses to Mirai. She loves him. There's two positives. There's that pro- positive and the second positive, which is the more important positive. Mirai okay. isn't a bitch made motherfucker anymore. At the end yeah, of the he's, last he's episode, actually, he's like, he's actually he must die. To- he yeah, must he's, die. He's resorting to he has to kill him if he has to. Bro, he literally is like, bro, Yonada can't live. What? Bro, my nigga's not bitch made no more. Like, that's fucking dope. That's more dope than fucking Saki fucking confessing that she loves him. Like, that was kind of a given uh, the way that it was going. Bro, literally, he must die. Yeah. Whoa, the resolution for a guy that didn't want to kill anybody from the get. Now to save the world. He made that decision. Would you kill one person to save the world or would you not save the world for one person? He made that decision and he made it strong, at least from what they ended the episode on. Shit, bro. Fucking great. Goddamn great. I gave this. And we got three episodes left. I hope it stays this strong. And it'll stay a four out of five. Like it's teetering on a four. Like let's hope. Let's let's hope. Let's hope. It's right now. I have it as a four. If it because you know, I'm really hoping it's not a shitty ending. Because when we, we saw each other, you know the ending. I don't. But um, you told me it's a fucking dull ass end. So I'm really yeah, hoping. But it's I, not but I hope the trend. lead up to it is fun. That's all I care about. I mean, I just hope it's not like super shitty. Because you know, the, the, the this was made from the creators of Death Note, as we're aware of. And from what I hear, Death Note was awesome until the end, where it was fucking dog shit. So yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping that that pattern doesn't repeat itself. But goddamn, am I loving fucking Platinum End? I am thoroughly enjoying Platinum End. I get nervous. You know, that's a good thing when you watch a show that produces that type of drama. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get nervous watching the show to hear what kind of blasphemous thing I'm going to say that or hear rather that makes fucking sense. Because that's the unfortunate reality of a lot of the things in this show. And we mentioned that before with the um with with the introduction of um nakaumi um is the fact that like bro if you're suicidal or you have had suicidal thoughts or tendencies those episodes are not the episodes for you these last few episodes are not the episodes for you this will not help you in any way shape or form and to see that unfold in that comparison like it's pretty wild just the principle of every episode starts off with fucking um with this uh, anime is is intended for mature audiences only, mm-hmm. and there it's is living up to that expectation. Shit, dude, good shit. All right, but yeah, we got three more episodes. We will move on. Now we're gonna talk about Shenmue. Yes, yeah, so you talk about Shenmue. So I enjoy Shenmue for what it is. You're the one that has legitimate issues with it. So go ahead, Matt. This is yours. Okay, okay. We we picked up we picked up where we left off from the last episode. Rio and Guizhan fighting. In front mm. of the Mad Angels, under te- fighting in front of Terry, because mm. Rio's like, "I'll take the landy, but you gotta kill Guizon." So like, okay, that happens, and then boom, like they did, they, they both knock each other out, and the guy, uh, what's what's the guy that I keep saying, bro? Um, Aniki, they gotta keep saying Aniki, um, Gonzo or some shit. Goro, Goro, yes, yes, Goro. He's like, oh shit, he realized that Nozomi was kidnapped, so he tries to help her. Yeah, uh, who else helps? Her? Um. We call it Mark. Yeah, Maya and Mark. Like they're all like they're they're like they're helping the zombie the zombie get out while Guizan Rio are fighting. They're they're knocked out. The bad angels come. They had the pipe, but you know what? They get back out. They were playing possum. Yeah, because they were talking like, oh yeah, like like throw the fight type of thing. That in the game, that's not what happened. What happened was they actually legit fought, and Rio told Guizan pretend to lose. Like why? Because then he'll take me to landing. Like ah fuck that. 
So they fought for real. They had legit knocked each other out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it got to, oh, it's two on a hundred people. And then we get the fights. It's a great fight. I love that fight. I love having that fight in the game. This you fighting all the mad angels, and then you eventually get to Terry. Yeah. The fucking metal bat or lead pipe. Shit. Yeah. And then Terry gets defeated. <laughs> and they go, oh, like, yeah, you ain't getting to Lendy now. Well, if you go to Hong Kong, you're dead. Remember that. <laughs> and it's just, all right, well, fine. Fuck you. <laughs> and then uh, the Zomi is saved. They're all together. Ryo takes the Zomi home. And they don't tell you this. The Zomi uh, does say yes to go into Canada, like with her father. I would anticipate that. Either that or she was going to go to university. So two questions. There's that question you just answered. The yeah. second question is, isn't fucking um the the black guy that uh, works with them? Mark. That's uh, the 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 leader of of the dude's brother, right? Are you talking about Terry? Yeah, it's Terry. Isn't, that- isn't that his the the other dude, his brother, Rob or whatever the fuck his name is? I remember because they and don't th- really talk about him. I was gonna say, I'm like, bro, like I wanted to see, like, oh, did he fight? Do they have like a fight? Do they? Like get together, like oh, like they, I wanted more from that. They're like, oh, like you're my brother. Why are you helping them? Whatever, like whatever, oh, wow. shit like that. I wanted something like that, and we didn't get that. And I was like, that was fucking weird. I don't know. I'm not trying to be racist because it's you know, it's two black people in the fucking show. I'm just, <laughs> I thought no, they, no, they no, look kind of related. It, I get it. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, no, he's just his own guy. <laughs> so that's so that's uh, yeah, that's just enough. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that's just it. Uh, Guizan. Tells Rio he thanks him like they thank each other type of ordeal. He's like, I'll get you, like, we'll get you to Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, Rio says goodbye to Nozomi. Nozomi makes her a charms, like, take this with you. Uh, he says goodbye to the Hazuki Jojo. And he sees a uh, Guizan and Master Chen. And Chen's like, Oh, hold on. You're not going alone. Uh, Guizan's going to go with you. Mm-hmm. And then you see uh, Chai, that fucking gremlin old man. <laughs> yes, that guy. Takes the pipes down and, and Guizan pushes him out of the way and his legs are crushed. Just... Does, so is he like permanently crippled now? No, he's just as, he's not permanently crippled. It's just his legs. Are I was thinking like I was like, oh, that's lame. They're gonna permanently cripple this fucking guy. Like that's literally what no, I no, no. Just his legs are broken and he can't help him. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh yeah, it'll take months. Like you gotta go now, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rio finishes him off, kicks him in the water, and bye bye, <laughs> bye bye, guy. But now, because of this, Rio is now on the boat, and so Chen's like, see, you know, will we, the, will we see the creepy guy again? Okay, this yeah. uh, the way you're describing it makes sense, and it just it's kind of turning me off to the show because I enjoy it for what it is, especially because you know I'm a martial artist myself. Yeah. You know, I'm fucking being a black belt in taekwondo and then practicing boxing, so I'm big into the into fighting. But I get it. I get why you. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this focus on like the bigger parts. Like you, you could have fleshed it out a little, but you know, I digress. <laughs> But yeah, basically, game one is done. Next episode, we'll go to we'll go to game two. We'll be in Hong Kong. I I, I like what they're doing, but at the same time, yeah, this should have been fleshed out a lot more. And it's like, come on, you can't do the two games or all three games in one season. Like, just stop with that. You think they're that, gonna do all three? I hope not. <laughs> mm, you said they're already I, done with one, right? Yeah, they're already done with game one. So it depends on how far they go with game two. Well, we're almost halfway through. That was episode five. Yeah, we we got seven more to go. Yeah, so I mean, so we'll, in theory, they could probably do, they could probably do game. I mean, I was gonna say they could probably do game two if they're gonna do spend six episodes on game one, six episodes on game two. For you, you'd much rather they'd have done fucking like one, like three seasons of twelve episodes each of each of the games. I'd imagine, right? Right. Yeah. You you could you could have done a season. 
No, we we don't we don't get that, and that's just heartbreaking. I mean, it's solid. It's it's I still good. Just I just it could have been so much better. I haven't. This is one of the few I haven't graded yet because it's not to that three quarter point. I yeah. always wait till about the three quarter point. So I got to like grade it. So I haven't graded it yet. So far, it's trending as a three. Um, I'm, I don't think it would be lower than that, but I don't know if it'll get higher than that. I'm hoping it does, but it may not, especially with the way you described it. It makes perfect sense what you're saying, and that doesn't conduce itself to. All right, next. All right, Tokyo 24 Ford, take it away. <laughs> fuck, I gotta remember what the fuck happened. A bunch of revelations basically happened throughout this, uh, the last couple episodes, basically, as we see. Um, did we talk about how, um, dude sold out fucking, um, how um Koki sold out fucking ran. Did yeah, we talk about that the last uh, yeah, time? we talked about that when Ran got arrested. Yeah, so we basically yeah, 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 we had a break, so that one didn't matter. So we're like oh yeah, crash. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so we're basically kind of caught up for what it's worth. Okay, so yeah, basically, yeah. um Ran get not Ran, Koki gets promoted now. He's the head of research and development over at the uh at the Kanai system location. Um we get as we know the revelation that Kanai is named after his mother and the brains of Kanai is Asumi, which is why they're getting these phone calls. His sister, yeah. Yeah, his sister, which is why they're getting these phone calls talking about these real life situations that are predicting the future and happening. Basically, um the the episode kind of follows the 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 progress of that as we see ran on the run um because he's a suspect in in the, the murder that happened with his uh with his friend and we also see a graffiti war uh start to break out between fucking somebody who appears to be carneatis and ran and uh, doe red and so um we see a couple of episodes that are interesting with uh what's it called with Shu um trying to basically do his own thing trying to play hero um but shu ends up kind of meeting can you kind of break each of these guys end up breaking the case in their own way uh ran ends up breaking the case because of the fact that his well actually before i get to that let me get to shu shu after his little episode with the bread he ends up getting right. a lead and he meets the guy who's been spray painting the carneatis logo it ends up being ran's mentor yeah um, it ends up being man's mentor uh zero his name is zero and so um, they talk, whatever. And he says, yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a Carneatis is, you know, a, a colleague of Carneatis. And she was like, I want to speak to Carneatis. Well, Carneatis is at the end of Cornucopia. That's the name of the uh, of the uh, what's it called? The location, which, by the way, side note, um, I loved Pornocopia from HBO way back when. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, there was like a, a series called Pornocopia and it's San Fernando Valley Pornocopia as he Googles it. It was a show basically that showed like the backstage like things of like a porn. It was I used to love it as a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that. 2004. Yeah. yeah, I used to love watching that as a kid late at night. Oh, Get gosh. my jollies if you catch my drift. Yeah, anyway. that, 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 that was probably what I saw when I woke up at 3 a.m. when I was a kid. Yeah. Anyway, right. though, he, she's at the they're at the top of Cornucopia. And so as they, you know, get this thing, there's a storm coming in. And as this comes in, they get all of them, all three of them get a, a phone call from Asami. Before we get to the phone call, though, uh, we see Rand break the case by him finding out that his mentor is the one spraying the Carneatis logos and, you know, trying to basically what the whole purpose of this is to generate buzz um, against the re- the uh, referendum that is being run against Shantytown um, at the end of the year. So they're trying to generate buzz and they're trying to basically do what they can to starve off that uh, demolishing of the, of the, the, the poor Shantytown location. So they're kind of in their own way doing this. Uh, one of the things that zero says though, 
is he wants Rand to hack into the Kanai system and destroy it. Um, and that has huge implications a little bit later. So basically, they all three of them, as we mentioned, get a phone call from Asami. And uh, from there, they um, basically are told like, hey, you know, somebody's going to die at the top of this tower. But if they die, then all these cranes are going to get knocked over and even more people are going to die. So do you save the one person and let the people die down there? Or do you let the one person die and save all the people uh, in the other way? Choose your path. And so Shu's like, no, I'm not going to do this. We're going to fucking save them all. So Shu goes, runs over to location. Koki gets the phone call, does what he can, reaches out to his uh, assistant, Kanesegawa. Um, and uh, basically, uh, we get the revelation in a little bit after Kanesegawa, after he tells Kanesegawa that Kanesegawa is Karneadis. Do we find that out? We basically find, you know, the 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 fact that she's, was aware of the fact that you know that uh what's it called that they were going on all that was going on they were getting the phone calls and they call it a fatal flaw and basically the the revelation is that even though kanai was clinically declared dead this system either has revived her or is you know given her her conscience that is i guess still present like there's different avenues they could go with that but regardless that's basically what they're at and so they're trying to prevent the father who's the head from um from working on that from that standpoint uh from finding out i should say from that standpoint so uh as they go on you know everybody tries to go to the office Rand breaks in tries to destroy the kanai system he's and shu are unaware of that fact with kanai though um or with uh with asumi being part of the kanai system they're unaware of that so as they go along they're trying to do their own thing shu ends up save ends up fucking saving karnayatis aka kanasagawa and ends up fucking um what's it called saving the people from the uh from the cranes as well in the process though the what's it called Karnatis, uh, aka Kanazagawa, does get struck by the lightning so she's unconscious she ends up with a fucked up eye and a broken leg and i think maybe some fucked up arm because he literally jumped from like a fucking building down to the fucking ground i don't know how he didn't die yeah. but you know i guess that's his powers or because of plot who knows so um anyway so uh what's it called they have that once everything is all said and done uh, one of the final pieces of that show, which uh, that episode, I should say, which is pretty significant, is Ran is inside of 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 uh, of Kane, and he's going through the process of destroying it. And at the moment that he's finally getting headway with it, um, we see the visualization of uh, Asumi herself, and she's not in her like normal drab character, but she is herself, and she feels pain, and she feels someone destroying her, and she reaches out, someone help, someone help as Rand was trying to escape because of like a defense mechanism that was put up against, you know, that his, his intrusion. And she's like, what the fuck happened? Like, what the fuck is this? And so basically if they do anything to the Kanai system, as we're basically can see, they're going to end up destroying the consciousness or, you know, the, the essence of fucking, uh, of, uh, of As- Asumi. Um, really good shit. Also something we forgot to mention is we do get uh, something between Shu and um, who's the, the girl. I forget. The Maya. Yeah, Mai, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, Shu and Mai, basically. We can find out Mai, basically, is kind of like admires Shu, which is cute. Um, it's a cute little thing. Um, anyway, um, basically it, I would think. But yeah, uh, good good stuff. Interesting takes, especially with the ending. Find out that she was the one that was uh, went up there to die, basically. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Uh, yeah, we got a few more. To, we got four more to go mm-hmm. for that one. Mm-hmm. All right, Realist Hero. This was different. <laughs> It was. We talk, we talk about slavery. It was one of the darker episodes. You know, every time 
realist hero tends to do something dark it ends up being like you know twisted or not twisted but flipped into a positive light yeah this happens again like always yeah but we're gonna get to that but yeah um we don't focus on the main cast we focus on ginger you know i fucked up and i said candy in fucking in my in my episodic review i kept calling her candy not realizing it was your and i didn't have the time to also it's a guy and it's a guy, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's voiced by Rudis. Yeah, it is voiced by Rudis. I was really happy when I saw that. It didn't. I didn't make that connotation at first. I was like, oh, it sounds like a girl. I, I, I heard. I, like I, I heard it. It's like it's Rudis. Rudis. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. They talk about how slavery is in this world. Like basically, it's basically mostly for hard labor. They have to work till you're dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like oh yeah, we can't use it for sex and all that. But guess what? Someone does on the on the side or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's what they they can't be like basically be purchased for that. Yeah. But uh, with Ginger, he gets inherited uh, his uh, his grandfather's uh, slaves, the livelihood. He's now supposed to be the slave trader, and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like he didn't he didn't want the business. He wanted to do his own business, but but since he was inherited, it's like oh what well, ah uh, shit. Uh, well, I'm stuck with all these people. Uh, what was the raccoon's name? Um, Sansan. Sansan. San San. Sansan. Okay. So, San, son, San, son, son. It's called son. Son, son. Okay. Son. Son. Yeah, son. Yeah, yeah son. <laughs> yeah, boy. Johnny. <laughs> but no, uh, son, son. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah, you could uh, do stuff with the slaves. Oh, yeah, you could make them increase the value, something like that. Hmm. I was like, oh, shit, I spoke out a lie. So let me bend over for you to whip me. Go, man. Go, man. Yeah. And then Ginger's like, I ain't doing that. I ain't, I ain't whipping you. That's the bedroom, baby. <laughs> Not for people to see. They gotta pay for that. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, oh. anyway, like, you know, like you know, the the least I could do is to sell you guys all to get more value out of you. I'll teach you how to read, write, and do math because math's an, math is an important thing in this world. You know, not for nothing. I think you're skipping something significant beforehand. But um, at the beginning of the episode, basically, we see um, we see Soma and his wives, plural wives. We see Soma and his wives basically discuss the fact that they're shorthanded, especially from the ministry standpoint for um, Rayona. I thought um, that was the previous episode. No, that was the beginning of this episode. Dude. Okay. Yeah, the beginning of this episode. They're short on, on staff for Rayona. And so um, Soma mentions uh, we must do that. And then that's what leads us into the introduction and the, the history of, of slavery. Uh, yeah, ginger and slavery as a whole within the kingdom. So um, that's where we get that that perspective. So um, as a result, we'll find out in a second as you'll. you'll yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. that. I, I can't I can't believe that. I was like, you fucking kidding me with the reveal. We'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he spends money to help, again, t- tutor all these slaves, men, women and children. And then eventually uh, a, a group of people came and said, please, I need slaves. I can't read. I can't write. I suck at math. Right. Right. We need math. <laughs> Math, M-A-F, math. Yes, we need math. Use your calculations to cook math. You can measure now because you know math. We need a bunch of Walter Whites. Yes, that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like all four of them, like they're arguing. I was like, all right, Ginger's like, all right, one at a time. All right, calm down. I got slaves for you. You get a slave. You get a slave. You get a slave. Yeah, yeah. everyone he, gets a slave. He sold. He sold them all except for Sansan. He sold them all for Sansan. And he mentions he's like, oh, you know, like I made a profit, but you know, not as much. But that's fine. No yeah, problem. Yeah, because he me. lost. Yeah, he lost money to them. But it's like, you know, what? I'm happy. But this is still enough to start a business. Right. Right. And, and I think he was. And he was about to tell her he wants her to come, but 
someone walks in. Yes. And he looks a lot like Soma, doesn't he? Ah, no, the, but the glasses confused me. Yes, oh my you. God. Fucking Clark Kent in the flesh, dude. But yeah, but he was like, I have come to purchase your slave girl. Yes. The your fairy. reputation precedes you, and I want <laughs> I want this one. Give me this her. one right here. Of course, I'll compensate her. You know, I'll compensate Giant bag of money on the table. Like, oh, there's 10 there's giant ten. gold and 50 regular gold. What do you say? And then he was there. He was like, he was thinking about it, saying yes, but it's like, tell me how you really feel. Like, I don't want to go to him. And then Ginger's like, no, I fucked you. She ain't for sale. This, no, this bitch that's not what she, incorrect. That's not what she said. She basically, she actually was pretty wild. She was like, as a final thank you for being so courteous, I want to negotiate my sale and I want you to overpay for me. And yeah, she's like, like well, pay, what you doing? Pay. That's why, that's where we get the 10 large. And yes. She's like, oh, yeah, this yes. is plenty. That'll be plenty. Oh, thank you very much for your service. I'll go and with Ginger's him now. Like, no. And Ginger's like, no, 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 no. This one's not for sale. This one is my employee. She's not a slave. And they get like a cute moment, you know, where they, yeah. you know, As if she doesn't want to leave. They're like, well, you pass a test. Oh, Daddy? my God. It's so much. He took off. The oh, my God. I did not see that coming. Those, go those, fu- those fucking glasses. Let me get on my hands and knees. Forgive me for not recognizing you. And it's you like, oh, it. no, it's a cool. Just call me. Call me Soma. Call me daddy. I don't care. Just don't call me your majesty. Don't call me Susan. Just don't call me Shirley in the bedroom. <laughs> Shirley, that's what it was. I fucked up my bad. And they're like, oh, up. yeah, um, I can't abolish slavery, but we can do this. We can give them jobs. Be like, you can. T- I want you to teach these slaves reading, writing, and math. To cook yes. a meth factory. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck my business. I'll do this. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Yes. He's like, oh, keep the gold. This will be your, your starting point. Yes. For your business. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep this tanuki. For fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this tanuki raccoon, as you see here. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to put my cat down. I'm over here cuddling my cat. You called the fucking raccoon a tanuki. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was fucking great. That was unsolicited like humor. <laughs> unsolicited humor. I love it. Uh, but yeah, heartwarming again. You know, there is a demon army somewhere. Hey, you know, that's good because then we are gonna... getting to them. We're gonna get a season two for sure. Technically, this in some circles is count as season two, and other circles is core two. I think it's core two by definition, right? Because they, they continue. It's well, a, it's, it's a part two, so we'll get a season. Yeah, so we're gonna definitely get a season two, I hope. And yeah. you know. Between this and Genius Prince, two these are two of the better like fantasy slash isekais that you can see because they're so damn different and unique. I, I can't recommend these enough. Well, speaking of Genius Prince, that's what's next. <laughs> Great segue. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. A very another one. And fucking Felena is the star. <laughs> yes, she is. I'll let you take over. Um, yeah, she is. Uh you called her Felena. It's uh Felena. Um, Falafel. Falafel. Oh, God. Sound like fucking blue waffle. Um, well, uh, she's wearing blue. She is wearing blue. God damn. It's, it's like foul, Falnia. Like, like Ninim. Falania. 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 Whatever. Falania. Filet mignon. We'll call it filet mignon. You sound, like, hey, you sound like fucking cornet. We pick up where we left it. off. Like, oh, yeah. yeah you're you're going to marry. Yes, we pick up where we're gonna marry. So, oh, we, we didn't talk about that last week. Basically, so we'll back up a, a little bit. We'll, in the we'll, we'll go to the previous episode for this one because it, it ties in. Yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll it, we have to go back and it'll tie in, as you mentioned. So, basically, 
um what's it called soma is dealing or not yeah not wait soma. wait Wayne. Damn it. jesus christ fucking soma's the va <laughs> i know tall fucking uh what's it called tall uh fuck um brunette <laughs> tall brunette what do you expect Anyway, Moriarty. Moriarty. Anyways, continue. We're almost done. Continue. I know. Um. Okay. So basically, Wayne is dealing with the aftermath of the war, and he's invited to go to a prince's summit. Basically, that Loa is throwing. So basically, they can come up with the heir, who's going to be the rightful heir to the to the to the vacant throne. And so she invites Wayne, and Wayne's like, Nah, she's going to get me some shit. Fuck that. I'm not going to go. And so he basically puts it on his cabinet. Like I need, like I need volunteers. Anyone? Yeah, yeah. And he, he's like, I, I don't think we should go. He's like, Yes, I don't have to go. But then, uh, Falia basically looks at Wayne and sees like a twinkle in his eye, basically, and she interprets it as, I need help. Please help me. You know, please be useful to me. And she's like, I'll go in your steed. And he's like, What the fuck? Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. how did you? How did? It's like, Then go with her. Right. And so he sends Ninum, uh, Ninum, and basically um, they go over to uh, to what's called uh, what what is it called? Um, uh, uh, they're the Earthwolf. That's the that's the family. No, yeah, but it's called. No, but I'm talking about uh, Mathers or some shit. Malt. I was going to say Mayf- Mayfers. Matters. It's like Mathers. Yeah. Mathers. Mathers. He goes Mathers. We'll call it the same Mathers. Um, they, so they go to the basically the, the town of Mathers and um, they attend the summit there. So um, what's it called? Mm. Meltars. 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 Yeah. Meltars. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Meltars. So they go to Meltars. They um, attend the summit and um, what's it called? She meets uh, Prince Loa, Princess Loa, which, by the way, is hilarious. Loa is anticipating Wayne and was like, oh, I can't wait to see look on his face. I'm going to greet him myself. Da, 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 da. And they see, nope, it's Falanya. He's She's like, huh? Expecting her, her her crush to be there so she could fuck with him and get him to do shit for him. Yeah. So it kind of goes down the drain from that standpoint. Um, we see a couple of things where her, with Loa and, and, and Ninam trying to like, you know, be underhanded, but it doesn't really work out. Uh, and so because of the um, basically one of the princes feels insulted that Wayne isn't there. She's like, he's like, I'm going to make his life miserable. I'm going to marry his his uh, his little sister and abuse her pretty disgusting considering the guy is fucking like i don't know 30 or something yeah i believe that was the white hair one right yeah his um dementio yeah dementio yeah dementia yeah so prince dementia yes prince dementia um so no it's dementia so anyway prince dementia basically like i'm gonna ruin his life and so she's like i propose marriage and she's like you know huh but she tries her best to get out of it and and ninam tries to help and Loa tries to help, but basically, like he's dead set, gonna be married. And then Wayne busts through the door to play Captain Save a Ho, and that's how that episode Save ends. Save a sis. Save a sis. Yes, Captain. And then Save. he's like, "So what's going on here?" Uh, Nim hands him a note. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna get married. And he's like, oh, "I see nothing wrong with married." Can't con to this guy, this prick, this motherfucker here. Uh, and so Wayne plays Captain Save a sis. Basically saves his sister, as we mentioned. Not really saves her, but basically puts off the um wedding. puts off the, the proposal until the next day. So, you know, um, what's it called? The uh I just love the back and forth with Lowe and Wayne. Like, yeah, oh, I, that was me. hilarious. <laughs> like, like, you owe me, not as much as you owe me. Like, I beg like, to differ, I beg to differ. It's like I, I twitch. shade your ass. I twitch, I twitch. <laughs> I twitch, I twitch, and then Nina, I'm like, Oh, good save. Nina, Nina, I'm like, I got you, bro. <laughs> that shit was funny. But anyway, um, so Wayne buys time and Wayne tries to come up with a, a strategy of what's going on. However, yeah. 
Wayne's he's suffering tired. from exhaustion. He's overworking himself. He's burnt out. Um, yeah, and he throughout the episode he suffers from being tired and exhausted, and uh, it'll it'll catch up to him. But in any case, yeah. also during all this, Felina has been going to the merchant meeting. Yes, the, as so as a, a backdrop to that. Um, what's it called? Uh, Maltiers. Um, Maltiers. What is that? What we say? Maltiers. Meal, Maltiers. Yes, Maltiers. Sorry. So Miltars is considered a merchant city. It's, it's run by exclusively merchants. They have an open forum, um, basically, kind of like they would do in old Rome. Um, they have an open forum for debate and discussion. And they for laws, yeah. Yeah, for laws and things of that nature. So they self-govern. And, you know, um, Falanya is basically super, like, interested in it. She's very curious. So she goes there every day while she's there to, like, partake and so you know, see what's they going on. They even invite her. Like, hey, like, you, you seem actually really interested. Yeah, you seem really interested. Like, here's some tea. Sit down. Partake in this with us. I'll be delighted to. Everything's well. Yeah, they, they, they want to hear her thoughts and all yes. that. Like, she's, she's doing well for herself. Like, she yes. doesn't need her brother. Yes, indeed. And tea plays a big part momentarily. Anyway, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that right about now. So the next day, as um, Wayne is dealing with his exhaustion, uh, we see him and Dementrio uh, get together. Oh, we, I'm skipping a part. Beforehand. It's like, Beforehand. Uh, Matt, uh, was it Manfred that plots it? Yeah, Manfred. The yeah. one, Manfred. Yes, Manfred. The, the youngest the youngest prince. Thanks. So told Wayne is here. Yeah, Wayne is here. And she's like, oh, Wayne's a nice guy. He's got a future. He's really good. Let's, Let's kill him. him. <laughs> Let's kill him. Koros. So... Um, they devise a, pl- a way. So Dementrio and Wayne sit down and they serve them tea. And Wayne is, is suspicious, as rightfully so. He's like, yo, you made this tea? Yes. Oh, drink it. I can't drink it. Like, you know, this is special tea made for royalty. Drink the fucking tea. Basically, Wayne's like, yeah, drink the, the goddamn Dementrio's tea. like, you're such a coward. Yeah, coward you're such a coward. Why would I fucking poison you? I would never poison you. And he drinks the tea. See, nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> oh, no, he's dead. And he fucking falls over. And the fucking the, the maid who made the tea runs away. Ninam yep. goes after the fucking maid. And Wayne's like, no, fuck the maid. Get a doctor. They end up yeah. saving. Uh, what's his face? They end up saving Dementrio. Yeah. However, Wayne like gets thrown underwatch. in jail for questioning. Uh, the two princes think that the that the other prince did it. And so they go basically to war against each other. And simultaneously, as this is happening, we see the return of fucking uh, called Milia. Which is the fucking crazy fucking bitch from uh from the, the priest, priest yeah. So it's um the religious nun basically that wants to kill the him. One, even though he joined that group, like even oh yeah, you're part of our group now. Yeah, basically she wants to freaking commit genocide across the land, uh for the sake of her people, the religious people. Yeah. So we see her and she's stationed outside of the town too. And so as uh Wayne keeps thinking, he keeps thinking, he keeps thinking, he's like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Hey, this is horrible. And he succumbs to the exhaustion. And he is out like a light, like a and light. Nim is freaking out, like, like a light, Wayne. like a light. Yep, they they had, Nim was freaking out. Yeah, Nim is way like she. That's her baby. Like no. And um, while they're out, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Everything is in chaos. Everyone's worried that the uh, that the town is going to fall to these factions. Was like, I know what I can do. She heads to the fucking to the summit to the um not summit. I'm sorry to the uh what's it called um, the circle. Yeah, the, the the debate circle basically. Yeah. Um, oh, do we know much about her bodyguard? She she was the one that um, infiltrated the the, the castle Naki, during yeah. the uh, during the uh, the raid on um, what's the, uh, the, the other, other one? 
Yeah, the other kingdom. I forget it now. Who ran that one? Anti. Yeah. No, Zeno. No, it was Wayne that was running it the whole time. Zeno was. I was about to say, like, like, was she involved with her before? Or no, she wasn't involved with her. She's always been like the secret bodyguard. She doesn't just she. She's a very minimal character. Like we see her in a couple of the episodes as like the bodyguard, but she okay. kind of like just does her own thing. Um, stands by whenever Wayne needs something or like commands her to do something. But yeah, but yeah, but it feels like way. yeah, like even with the OP, she feels like there's something between her and Helena. But you know. Yeah, but they're basically, she's like primarily there. So she's primarily Felania's bodyguard, even though okay. she's also the bodyguard of, of the king of okay. Wayne, but only, you know, when he's out and about, because basically uh, Nina is with him the whole time. Anyway, that's her. Yeah, death. and she doesn't go outside till now. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, well, she did, like I said, go outside the, during that raid. And um, yeah, but yeah, she goes in there and tells. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, every man for themselves. Oh, fuck you, we should surrender. Yeah, the self-destructing, basically. And, and she ends up being the voice of reason, not only for the for the merchants, but for the entire town. And 30,000 people. 30,000 people. Eventually, Wayne wakes up, and we see in a very emotional reunion between her and Nina, um, in regards to that. It actually made me a little emotional. Can't lie. It was very nice. Like, oh, cute. It was, it was very cute. Very, very cute. And so um, she like, oh, I'm glad to see you're you know, doing well. And Wayne's like, yeah, I heard what you did. You, you're doing like I'm staying job. here. I'm, I'm staying in the cuddle position. And she's like, yeah, no. And she's like, tell me what else I can do for you. And and Wayne's like, I have a special job only you can do. And basically the episode ends with them. She leads them to yeah. the battlefield. So the, all 30,000 people leads them straight to the battlefield, straight to the religious organization. And as they're trying to figure out what to do next, because they can't afford to take in 30,000 people, Wayne comes up and says, like, if you need help, I can help you. And <laughs> like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> right? I'm going to get your ass, bitch. Great episode. Great episode. I This is one of the, the sleepers of the season, along oh, with yeah. our next show. One of the no, I, def- I definitely of like this one. one. All right. But yeah, pre-main time. The co-main event of the evening. Yes, Recreation. Sponsored by W2M Network. And the Chairshot Radio. (laughs) In production with Chairshot Radio Productions. And now, introducing (laughs) Requiem of the Road King. But holy fuck. This is, I keep telling people, this is one of the sleepers of It's very underrated. Season. Very, yeah, very, I, very Yeah, underrated. I don't understand the very low ratings. I Because people don't understand culture. People just don't understand culture. For like, I don't know if this, they don't like how it's adapted, but love the manga. I don't know. I, dude, I don't know. I honestly think it's just people don't appreciate stuff like Shakespeare or people don't appreciate you know, a gender-bent character or gender-neutral character or gender-fluid character, however you want to classify them as. Perhaps it's that. Um, I don't know, but it's it's one of those that's it's so good. So much. It's a it's a classic Shakespeare play. When you think that something's going to go happen, there's another twist. There's another turn. There's another mystery. There's another drama. There's another something that extracts a feeling from you watching the characters, um, whether that be anger, whether that be sadness, whether that be question questioning things. You know, it's so many different things that they pull together for Requiem. Um, love Requiem. I, I this is, you know, at first I was like, oh, this is weird. But then, you know, I think it's kind of like how you felt about um, Sonny Boy at first. Like it, it yeah. felt weird for me. And I was like, yeah, this is odd as fuck. Yeah, but, but, but when odd. you get down to it, it, yeah, it's just yeah, interesting. When you, when you get down to it, super interesting, super gripping. I look forward to this almost as much as I look forward to Sasaki and Miano every Sunday. It is that damn good. Anyway, go ahead. Take it away with what happens. I'll go let you sell it because you said you want to convince people to watch it. 
Yeah, no, I, I was mean, giving it to you. <laughs> no, I mean, truthfully, I can't keep up with all the all the twists and turns. I don't, I don't. This is one of the few that because you do the thread, I don't write the weeklies, so the details aren't as fresh for me. I just, in terms of me trying to sell the anime, it's. But yeah, um, but yeah, like um, theater. If you like, listen. If you like theater, if you like classical dramas, if you like Shakespearean history, if you like history in general, um, especially with medieval history involving the English. Um, this is something that you would like if you like things like the Tudors. Um, what are some other um, other ones that are, are like English based? Uh, other like real life drama series like Queen Elizabeth, things of that nature. Um, I don't know. Basically, if you like any sort of like English series involving old history, like with the yeah. kings and things of that nature, this is a show for you. Can't recommend it enough. Um, yeah, dude. So anyway, give them the details. What happened? Uh, but yeah, uh, as a fellow, uh, Richard is healed from his wounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, he tells Henry, like, Richardo, I, you gotta call him Richardo. Richardo. <laughs> Richardo. Richardo. But Richardo. yeah, um, Richardo and Henry agreed to meet here in a year. Like, he cannot mm-hmm. be with him right now because he still has a job to do. First off, you're like, forgetting, like, in the previous episode, he finally admits, I love Henry. Yeah, yeah, he does love Henry. Uh, they were together for a while while Richard was wounded. Yeah, and he, she recognizes those feelings. It's so, and I was, t- I always tell you that every week. It's so wild that he loves Henry and loves him. Um, the other boy, who's the other boy? The Henry's little brother loves Richardo. Edward of Lancaster. Yeah, Edward likes fucking Edward. Like Edward loves. Uh, what's it called? And Anne. I said Anne. Yeah. Yeah. And but and and we'll get to what happens with Edward and Anne later. But man, pretty wild, pretty wild shit. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, Rich. Richard and Henry, they part ways right now, but they promise to meet at the same tree in one year's time because Richard believes that the war will be done by then and that he could leave because he, like he said, he can't be around once this is over. Mm-hmm. Like, that's he it. No purpose. He has no purpose. Yeah. Like, I want to kill a guy that killed my father. That's it. Wasn't it Henry that did it, though? I forgot. That's supposedly Henry. Did. It yeah. was Henry, though. It was, uh, what's it called? Henry is. So they put the onus on Henry killing his father but it wasn't really henry that killed the father if i'm not mistaken wasn't it elizabeth or warwick one of the two i I, I think it's warwick but i think that it was just yeah richard has that it was for sure a woman it was for sure a woman that did it that that that, but i think in richard's mind it was henry despite loving him (laughs) that's what she was told yeah i think that's what he was told that that, that's what it was yeah but there's a goddamn like i want to kill him but i love him type of thing (laughs) uh but yeah uh then he eventually goes back to his brother uh, what was his name again? Edward of York. Yes, Edward of York. It, it, is, that's why I don't want to go through the details, and I'm glad you're doing the thread because this is hard to keep yeah. up. With this, this is one of the harder ones to keep up with. If I'm being. Frank. But anyway, uh, they eventually meet up with their brother George, who was basically away from them for so long. As I, I got, you can't be like I don't serve the York. I serve the king. If you play, if you want to claim the throne, basically, we'll basically be together type of thing. Yeah, and then. It got to the point where Edward's like, fine, like, yeah, I am the king. Yeah. I want the crown. Like, 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 yeah, they eventually they had this nice reunion of George and Edward. Yeah. It's like, I, I could never be mad at you. I missed you. Oh, like it was it was like, it was a nice moment. And now the not so nice moment. Ancaster Edward is with Anne and the honey. I, I don't know if it's a honey. I don't know if it's a honeymoon. Whatever. What the fuck ever? Uh basically, like they're gonna like they're trying to have sex. Like, nope, like, I love Richard. Fuck you. But the mom's like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, your brother is fucking more of a man than you are. And you can clearly tell he's gay. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, he, uh, yeah, why aren't you fucking this this harlot right there? 
was <laughs> harlot. <laughs> and he's like, well, if you if you're a man, well, I'm gonna watch my son fuck. That so was so get awful. on the bed. So and fun. then that Edward is like, please, like, just play along for me, my queen. It's like, I will, but you gotta promise not to kill Richard. It's like, that's I wasn't going to anyway. I wasn't gonna do that anyway. And he laid the pipe to the girl. I mean, we don't know. We, we can only can yes. he laid the pipe on her. Uh, but yeah, uh, Warwick is pissed off. <laughs> oh, he's super, but he's always pissed. He's in yeah, but uh, but the fact that George went back to his brother after betraying them and then going back. <laughs> Yeah. Like, ah, shit. Ah, well, I lost. I lost him. I lost half of that white rose army. And then you find out. Oh, shit. The castle's under attack. <laughs> right. Right. While Henry's like, oh, I'm probably gonna die, but I can't do anything because I gotta wait for Richard at this tree. Uh, but yeah, you hear like, oh, people under attack. They're here to kill you, type of thing. While yep. he's outside, Richard's just trying to look for him. But yep. again, he's outside. Yep. Yep. And who is the guy talking to? Richardo? Richards. Like, like I thought you were this ruthless Bucking killer him. type of thing. Fucking him. What? Buckingham. Oh, Buckingham. Okay. Buckingham, yeah. Like, oh, are you going to kill him? I was like, no. Then they, oh, I thought you had guts. Like, well, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Damn right you were. Yeah, then yeah, Richard's like, gets gave me this glare, like, fuck you. <laughs> right. Uh, what's going on, though? Henry escapes. He leaves the pig behind. Poor piggy. Poor piggy, piggy, piggy. But yeah, uh, yeah, it ended with uh, Henry running away and the chase is on again. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah, we're almost done with part one. <laughs> I did feel bad for the pig, truthfully. I was like, that poor uh, pig? Yeah, like he, he left. Richard left him under your care. You leave him again. Poor fucking pig. He's now bacon. <laughs> he's going to be bacon. The fuck I said he's bacon. I'm dead. <laughs> he's going to be. But no, this was, this was a nice episode. Yeah, it's going to get it's going to get to the intense point. Like, there's going to be where's, where's the conclusion for this battle? I mean, it's going to be that first half. Yeah. What's he going to do with Henry? Think, All these questions. I think they're going to be together. I mean, it's tough though. Maybe he'll fucking he'll kill him and feel. Or, yeah, or he'll actually kill him, and then he like he'll realize that it wasn't him that killed his father and become more demented. Yeah. And wants to take down the whole kingdom. But good shit though. That's it's you know it's one of those episodes. It's one of those shows that like is great because it always leaves you on a cliffhanger. Like you'll never see anything really positive. Yeah, and I always love the Shakespeare quotes or so. Yeah. During like the end and then credits or whatever. I do as well. Alrighty. Main event time. You want to bring up a question for this one. I want to bring up a kind thing. Yeah, with uh, Sasaki Miyano. Yeah, it's funny as well chiming in. Sorry. Not that I wasn't. Anyway. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to bring up a question. The reason why I bring up this question, we'll go over the last episode momentarily, but in the previous episode, that episode ends with um Sasaki telling him to like not yeah, it said basically, uh, what if I told you not to do the uh, the cross dressing competition? How would you feel? And yeah, he's like, I'm not sure how I feel, and he tries to like walk. And away before from- that, when uh, he yeah. finally sees the girl Biano technically had a crush on, yeah, they're about to hold hands. He's like, no, and just grabs, grabs his him, arm, walks him away, and yeah, and so it has brought something up to me that as I realize their relationship and their feelings are budding for each other. There is a reality that I feel when I watch them. And that's Sasaki is very, he's not, he doesn't display good relationship quality. He's jealous, easy. 
he's um assertive to an uncomfortable point where he's physical physically assertive not like he's going to beat him or anything like that but you know he's very hands-on very he grabs things of that nature and he only after the fact when miano's like no i wasn't gonna do anything or no this went this and he's like oh okay like only after the fact does he like accept that he was might have been wrong and he goes through the conflicts of like oh what i want isn't right whatever the case is but again he's very assertive from that perspective um kind of pushy in a way and yeah it first off it bothers me from that perspective just in a relationship like reality as i look at it but the other thing that it made me question or think about was it reminded me a lot of the only other gay anime that i've ever seen which was um what's it called adachi and shimamura and even though adachi uh, had her own reasons for being the way she was. She also exhibited exhibited the similar behavior in terms of being super jealous, kind of grabby, clingy, um, things of that nature. So yeah. um, it's just a conversation, I guess, I wanted to to have from your perspective and just in general. Yeah, to I think I think it's just of I don't know if it just felt threatened or scared because Miata was talking about was right there. But I think he then slowly calmed down when I Miano's mean, like, you know, after talking all that, I really didn't feel the way I did back then. Like he was like Miano was trying to see like the positiveness. But again, again, yeah, he felt friend because he likes me. He really likes Miano. He thought he was gonna say like that was it because this yeah. girl is here. Yeah. And now hearing that how Miano actually felt after talking to her again after so long is like that worry was gone. But yeah, the the whole grabbing that was a little much, but. I I get it, but as, again, since they're high schoolers, it's like this new exciting stuff with them. I get it, but it's somewhat like I said, it somewhat makes me uncomfortable when I see it. Like, oh, no, no, it's definitely it's, it's definitely bad. there. I agree with that. Yeah, this episode wasn't as bad, but at the same time, too, like like it just yeah. it makes me. Yeah, you know, but I, I'm glad they kind of fixed up after the whole "What if I told you not to do it?" Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad they fixed that in this episode. Yeah, they did. And I appreciated yeah. the way that, that he handled it as well. It very Yeah, we'll get to that right now, Mac. Yeah, go. But yeah, basically Sasaki was holding on to Miano during that. And it looked like he was about to kiss him, yeah. but when he was holding on to him, it was the wig that fell off. It was like, oh shit, we got distracted. And, it was and then he heard hand. the knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, and it was a knock on the door from uh, uh and then it was like ah and they they just basically oh. snapped out of it, like, oh well, my boner's gone. But yeah, like, oh yeah, uh, sorry about that. Uh they're like, Oh yeah, they're back to normal, and then they leave for it. And then we go to like the next day type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting ready for like the, the festival's going on. Me and I want to talk to Sasaki. Mm-hmm. He said, I thought about what you said about not wanting to do this, but I want to do this for myself. Like I put effort into this. Like I wanted to, like and he wanted, he wanted to accomplish himself for Sasaki in a sense. Mm-hmm. And you he heard him say that. I was like, oh, like he was like doing it for me type of thing. And then they got to the point like, yeah, so that's why I'm not dropping out. Right, right. And then Sasaki's like, I understand. Like, I wish you luck. Like, I'm actually looking forward to it. Yep. And uh, Kurosawa, like, he looks, he looks Wait, good. Wait, no, you track. forgot. You forgot at the end of that statement. For two things that you forgot at that statement. First off, um, throughout that whole conversation. Taiga was uh, listening in. Yes. He was eavesdropping and he's recognizing. And the then food. they got to like, uh, do you want to go on a date during the festival? <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you want to go see the festival together? And Senpai's like, yeah. And of course, Senpai's like, oh, but he's like, for like, first, I got to check my schedule. Like, let me check because he's participated in his own thing. Yeah. So, like, we'll check the schedule. And if we find this, if we find availability, like, yeah, we'll definitely do it. And then, oh. and then we go to the next day. I found, you know, not for nothing, real quick, though, I found it really cute how, um, what's it called? I found it really cute how, uh, 
how god damn it hirano is yeah. basically like trying to help them out like he recognizes the feelings and he's starting to play a little bit of matchmaker while remaining neutral in yeah. that process man like ah like ah you like him i was like ah shut up <laughs> right Sucky. Right. but uh we go to the next day and uh Saki is sick he's got yeah. a small little cold <laughs> keep sneezing yep keep sneezing and all that and he's like all right you're going to the nurses nurses like no, no, uh, sorry. Uh, Hirano was like, you should go nurse. I was like, no, I can't. Like, if you if you keep doing this, then you're not gonna go have your date. It's like, ah, shit. Like, all right, I'm going to the nurse's office. And of course, yeah. who meets him there? Miano, because which called the nurse isn't even there. Real quick, you know something that it kind of I'm not gonna lie, kind of irks me in a way. I get a little annoyed with the amount of times that like somebody goes some way. Oh, somebody he happens to be there. Like it, it's a little bit too much of a coincidence. I think he was told that's why he went. No, he no, he was the reason why but he went, yeah, he had like a box of tissues ready. No, he went. Be, no, he went because he burnt his hand in cooking class. That, oh, that was okay. his reason. He's like, oh, you know, like I, I burnt my hand in cooking class, and I, I feel fine. But the nurse told uh, the the sensei told me to go to see the nurse, so that's why he's there. So, he but, was not you know, even but there. he was not even there. But a lot of the thing is, a lot of those scenarios, dude, like they constantly just pop up out of nowhere, and it's like, what the fuck, really? Like it, it, I, I get it. Like I, it's not that big of a deal. It's like kind of nitpicky, but right, right. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. It got to the point that they're like, all right, nurse is gone, but they can still use the equipment mm-hmm. as long as they don't fuck anything up or fuck. But uh, Biano was like using this. Thing, like, he's now getting understanding more of his feelings towards Saki, and now he wants to basically take care of him. And he eventually does. And then they talk about, oh yeah, uh, I don't have that much free time at the festival. Basically, only during lunch break. And stuff he got like his, that. yeah, he got his schedule. And then me, I was like, all right, fine, then we'll have lunch together. And when uh, my cross dressing pain is over, we could have more time then. Because that was really the only time free time Miano had was lunch break and after his events. But anyway, now we get to the festival, and uh, we find out about Sasaki's thing, <laughs> the Lim Quick Cafe. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Actually, Chaga, it was, it's different. Yeah, they, like, they had to act like these thugs. <laughs> Oi, Timmy! They go, order, you bitches! <laughs> but, <laughs> Hurry up uh, and yeah. order! But Sasaki is all flustered because Biano got there a little early. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I have a half hour. I had a half hour left of my shifts while you're here. So he so he cannot be in character. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'm so blushing and shit. And then Miano's like, I, I got time. It's no big deal. I could wait. And then I can interact with you. Mm-hmm. And then was it Hirano? I was like, hey. Yeah, it was Hirano. Okay. Oh, I get I more of your character. I, I thought I thought it was the president or the uh, the other guy. No, so president is running the um the fortune, fortune teller. teller. He's running the he's fortune, fortune teller of the cafe. Yeah, he's running the fortune teller. And then that was when uh, one of them was like, I'm going to get my fortune teller while you do this. Yeah, but the other guy, get up. Get, get in character, you piece of shit! And that's where it ends. So I feel like the next episode is going to be that cross rest. I'm very curious also, are they going to see fireworks? Is that going to be the finale? Because in the, in, the in the OP, or yeah, the OP, they have fireworks. So like, I feel like that'll be the penultimate. Yeah, you think it's the, the penultimate? I think it might be the finale. Yeah, or, the, or, or the end of the next episode after the, after the, uh, the festival. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think it's definitely coming soon. Yeah, yeah. It has to. It's a slice of life 101. Yeah, yeah. Has to be. Hanabi. Neither Hanabi. But no, cute episode. <laughs> Closing thoughts. We went a long ass time. Two and a half hours, just like you said. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Damn it. No, but um great, great episodes of all the a lot of the animes that we uh, as of late. There hasn't been as much as we say so, certain stuff bothers us or disappoints us, there hasn't been a single like episode. Bad. There, there's like nothing season. bad. 
nothing bad nothing that's been like ah this shit is fucking terrible i guess you could put worlds and harm from that standpoint because of the censoring but even me personally i like the story so it doesn't yeah. fall into that category for me so again this is very 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 solid anime storytelling nothing is egregious nothing makes me feel like oh this is fucking stupid why am i watching this why am i torturing myself um i'm content watching these shows um and i i get pleasure every episode of every show i get i i have a smile on my face or something like you know makes like oh man i can't wait till next week or oh man that was scary or whatever the case would be i get i get i am i am elicited a feeling and that's the one of the best things you can say about a, a anime is something gives me something it gives me something you know to, to, to give a shit about okay it's, it's still great stuff uh everyone we will be back uh, next week with more uh, talk to Keiki. After that, we're taking another week break because that's when I'll be in Greece. Oh, we are. Oh shit. Yeah, I, I go. I leave next. I leave next Saturday. Oh wow. Right. Imagine those apples. And when I come back, we'll be doing the finales <laughs> or most of them. Yeah, that is. Um, I'm trying to think. I'll be on. I'm gonna be on a two week break. I just thought about it. Really. When? May. Beginning of May. Cause right. Uh, I'll be the 29th. That, that weekend i'll be at your um, i'll be up there in new york so that i think it's may the second the um may second i might be busy we'll see no i'll be in new york it doesn't matter oh, okay no problem okay yeah the may second, i'll be in new york and then that week may 9th um that following week is i'm gonna be moving oh that's right you are moving yeah i'm gonna be moving i'll be in the middle of that move so right, no problem well, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out We'll get a two-week break in the summer. So uh, some breaks coming up, guys. Uh, we apologize for the a little bit of the inconsistency. Um, it's not a matter of us not you know being prepared or anything. It's just a matter of us having lives. We and, have prior commitments. Yeah, prior to commitments and being adults. You know, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this, or majority of the people that are listening to this, can understand adulthood. Um, yep. sometimes gets in the way of passion projects, and so here we are. Um, doesn't mean we won't miss you guys. Doesn't mean we aren't going to be fucking watching anime as a whole. You know, maybe me moving, but and you being on vacation. But we're gonna watch them regardless. So yeah, we're watching them. This again, when we're all falling caught up, we just go back to our regular programming. But yeah. anyway, thank you, W2M Network and Sean for being our editor. And we want to thank Cherish Our Radio for also hosting us on uh, every Sunday on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, when the next episode comes out, hopefully soon. Well, this one, this one is the next episode. But oh. we are caught up. Cake talk to Cakey wise. <laughs> Yes, we are. Carl. All right. Uh, hopefully, guess this soon. And uh, next week, we will do more episodes. All right. Arigato, Anato Faku, and Sayonara. Sayonara, Minasan. Bye bye. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got Geico, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. Geico will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. Geico. Great service, without all the drama. The Philadelphia Museum of Art is open to reflection. Wander the galleries and discover what's now on view. From Chinese art to industrial design, plus new contemporary and early American art galleries. Don't forget, your ticket gives you access for two consecutive days and includes entry to the Rodin Museum. Ages 18 and under are always free. We are your art museum, and we are open Thursday through Monday with extended hours on Friday evenings. Book time tickets at philamuseum.org. That's philamuseum.org. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.